What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here for the Coach JB Show. I apologize. I missed yesterday. I had a lot going on. Plus, myself and Sean Salisbury had a couple meetings, so we didn't have a last chance Q session either. We will get back to that today, and then we will uh, air that for the uh, Pac-12 title game tonight. USC, Sean can't miss that game. That's his alma mater. We're going to break that down today. Steve, McC- uh, Steve Kim and Matt McChesney join me. We're going to break down the Pac-12 championship game, plus all things NFL, and is A.B. really on the run uh, from the cops? Plus, was LeBron right or wrong? Can't wait to take get his take from Steve Kim about Jerry Jones. All of that and some more brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you some bets in today. Got the college football game to bet on. Plus, we got NBA, NFL in full swing this weekend. Plus, some great college games tomorrow. Can't wait to break down Keyshawn Johnson talking shit about my boy, Sean King. Plus, Mac Jones presser after the game last night. Can't wait to get after all those things. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Can't wait to get after it all. Right after this. USC chokes tonight or not, Brian Case, but we're going to find out. Uh, play a good Utah team. It's always hard to beat a team twice, but uh, Utah kind of owns SC over the over the last few years, so uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I heard about the CP2 uh, situation in Kanye West. Uh, I don't know what's happening there. Um, I guess maybe he's broke because he knows he'll never win a title. He needs a 200K a year a month from Kanye, you know, that whole thing. Who knows, dog? They're all recycled. All these people in this profession are recycled. I'll be damned if I fucked with another broad that you already been with. Russell Wilson. I didn't know he was uh, his girl was with Future or whatever. That shit right there, it tells me a lot. Oh, my God. What's up with Kanye? I, I don't know shit about Kanye, dog. I don't really fuck with Kanye. I don't know nothing about him. What is up with him taking these interviews with the mask on? Motherfucker looks real weird. Like, porno star weird. Like, I don't know. You know, I like, I'm into little kinky shit here and there. I, I put a mask on abroad, but damn. A guy wearing a motherfucker looks like a dominatrix and shit. Like, what's going on with Kanye, man? Am I really going to take this motherfucker serious wearing a full-blown mask on an interview? Get the fuck out of here. So, apparently, CP3 smashing Kardashian. I don't know what's happening with that. Uh, I'm going to get into this transfer portal thing a little bit. Bart Scott on ESPN uh, calls two of the next Pat White. Mac Jones uh, sounds off on uh, his guys, and uh, he's got a little presser. And then Keyshawn Johnson, man, I, listen, I know Keyshawn, and uh, 
I see him quite a bit at different little functions here and there. But he was talking shit about my boy Sean King, who I've had on this show, who I've been on his show. Former quarterback, two-lane green wave quarterback, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Apparently, Keyshawn came out and said some shit, and then Simeon Rice came out to Sean King's defense. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but I'm going to break it down. Plus, Miles Sanders got some girl drama, and so does Justin Jefferson. Can't wait to break those things down. Plus, uh, Michigan quarterback Kate McNair, McNamara transfers to Iowa within the conference. And uh, more bad news for Michigan. Blake Corum is going to go underneath, uh, underneath, undergo knee surgery. And Antonio Brown is at it again, this time facing charges for domestic violence. I heard he had a standoff with the police and wouldn't come out the house. That's just a rumor. I don't know what's going on. But uh, a lot of that to discuss here. Um, but first of all, let's get you with the quote of the day, as we always do. Um, sometimes life is about risking everything for a dream no one can see but you. Let that sink in, man. A lot of you guys are uh, scared to worry. You worry about other people too much. Like, sometimes life's about risking everything for the dream that only you can see. Fuck everyone else. Man, they're not paying your bills, dog. Like, it, two things irk me in this world. Since we're going to have a real Fearless Friday discussion. A so-called homeboy of yours who buys Jordans, video games, supports motherfuckers he's never met in his life, supports people, supports things that are not ever going to be in his presence, but won't come support the homies launch for his new car wash or fucking the homies new merch gear or won't support the lifelong homies vision to launch an app whatever it may be that's number one right there you'll support a motherfucker you don't know who's already made millions or billions of dollars but you won't support your day one partner who you grew up with and you won't show up for his event like that right there tells a lot but no one talks about that type of shit and we see it every day you just don't think about it you guys don't talk about it so anyway, I'm throwing that in the air for lob up in the air so Lob City can grab it. Uh, that's a pet peeve of mine, dog. It really is. I just can't stand that shit. I just can't stand that shit. And then another pet peeve is you worried about another motherfucker. You're worried about another motherfucker and what they think. When they don't pay your bills, they don't live at your house, they don't take care of anything that is a necessity for you and you worry about how they think and feel about you, fuck that. Fuck peer pressure. Fuck what the layman's think. Get out your feelings. Move on. And uh, if it's a dream to you, fucking go chase that bitch. That's all I'm telling you. Uh, whole question for today. Uh, after last night's game, are the Bills a serious contender or are they a pretender? Can't wait to hear from Steve Kim. He'll be joining us today. Uh, so will Matt McChesney. Uh, we're going to get after this Pac-12 title game. Uh, got a little contrary to belief. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Make sure you head on over to BetOnline. Use my promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off. You got the Pac-12 title game tonight right in Las Vegas. 
man, uh, Sean Salisbury and I were going to go down there and check it out. And we had some pretty funky front row seats, but we decided we got too much other shit going on. We got to get ready for this Dallas high school or not Dallas high school, but army all American high school football game that is in Dallas at the star, uh, this month, later on this month. So we got to get ready for that. And, uh, there's too much going on, man. It's hard as hell doing two shows a day again. Now I'm right back to where I was. And so now I'm having to figure out life again. So uh, appreciate everybody pounding the like button, subscribing, becoming a member. Um, contrary to belief, I don't know what you think about the Bills. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's up with the Bills, man. I really don't. I don't know if they're a contender or if they're a pretender i'm not sure josh allen just scares me a little bit dog i'm telling you he reminds me of a young brett Favre who kind of is out there wild don't know if he's really going to um show up at the end of the game when it really matters so i don't know jeremiah i know i know like zach did that week for me uh when I left um, for that week, Zach ran the show for that week uh, when I went with Pat on tour. Uh, yeah, I need a substitute, but shit, got to figure it out. Um, CP2, he's catching all kind of shit, man. Uh, apparently, he's uh, he's hitting, uh, he's hitting uh, Kardashian. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't really care about all that shit. I really don't. Uh, Contrary to belief, right to my bet online. My life, my choices, my mistakes, my lessons. None of that is your fucking business. Going back to what I was saying earlier. They're not paying your bills. They're not doing shit for you. So why are you worried about them? Um, my life, my choices, my mistakes, my lessons. None of that shit is your fucking business. Um, humbling experiences bring future success. Don't be ashamed of getting humbled one day. Go out and get humbled one day. We all need it, and we've all had it happen. But if you let your ego get involved and don't let you actually be humbled, go. good luck in life because you're going to fucking keep thinking you're Big Daddy Dick Willie, and you're going to have your ass. The next time, you're just going to be fucking dead or buried, and you're never going to understand what the fuck you did wrong. I should have been humbled a little bit. Humility sets in. It's kind of a... Humility is a very, very uh, good thing. A lot of you guys need it. A lot of us need it every day, but a lot of us don't accept it. Uh, so it brings future success. Trust me. Smile. You don't own all the fucking problems in the world. Please understand this. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there worse off than you. Smile every once in a while. God damn. It, you're not you don't own all the problems though you don't trust me you don't own all the fucking problems in the world um got a lot to break down today um oh man i don't know nothing about the kardashians i don't know nothing about kanye west I don't know anything about these dudes. That's what's crazy about it. Like people really don't think I people really think I know. I don't know. I really do not know these things. I don't keep up with that shit. 
I don't know nothing. I don't watch. I don't even watch Netflix like that. I'll watch a new show here and there if it's on, but I don't know what is happening out there. I don't watch TV like that. I watch a football game, fucking around. Other than that, dog, I'm on the run, moving and shaking. Shaking and moving. So I don't watch TV. I couldn't tell you nothing about a fucking documentary, a reality series. I couldn't tell you what the fuck. One thing about the Kardashians, I could not tell you one thing. And I don't give a fuck. They don't do nothing for me. Again, that's us making them rich by watching them. And they ain't going to give you a squirt of piss. Uh, you know what I mean? But you'll rather watch the Kardashians than show up to your partner's launch party. That's the fucking shit I'm talking about. You're going to fatten a motherfucker's pocket you're watching on TV that don't give a fuck about you. And you're missing your boy's launch party for whatever maybe, Or you're missing your boy's birthday party or fucking wedding. I mean, I've, I've just been seeing weird, crazy shit lately by people that I know, people that my boys know that have told me stories. And I'm just like, God damn. He missed your birthday for that? <sighs> Telling you, it's a real thing. Um, unfortunate, unfortunate. Um, what up, man? Wake up, wake up with me. Hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We're chilling on this Fearless Friday. I appreciate everybody joining me. Uh, missed yesterday. Uh, I had to run out to do my cigar thing out in Orange County. And then uh, Sean got busy on a, on a big meeting that hopefully we can... Uh, announce later on uh, so we're gonna do our last chance q uh ninth episode today today should be the 10th but we didn't get it in yesterday so we'll make up for that right before the pack 12 title game um lots to discuss man uh another kid hits the transfer portal um nebraska decoldis crawford I, I, first of all, I want to I want to I want to address this motherfucker's name. All right, this motherfucker's name is the coldest Crawford. I I gotta give this cat's I gotta give him credit. Uh, I know what he's trying to say. He's he he the coldest, right? He the coldest motherfucker out there. Um, <laughs> but that don't mean that don't mean you put that motherfucker on a birth certificate mom dad coach davis who named this motherfucker dog keep it real was it mama or daddy who named this motherfucker the coldest i gotta be honest now look i'm from the hood i'm from the ghetto and i've been around some ghetto names and i'm just gonna be honest this could be the most ghetto name in the takes the cake might be the most ghetto name I've ever heard. The coldest Crawford. I mean, I, I don't even know if I could even. Can I even like the coldest? Come here. I can't call you that shit the coldest, homie. Come on, dog. DC. <laughs> oh, man, dog. Oh my God. I just, uh, man, I just, whoo, the coldest. That motherfucker takes the cake today. Um, he takes the cake today for the names, dog. I'm going to tell you right now. So look, 
He entered the portal. Now, me and Matt McChesney, Matt McChesney and I, we disagree on this portal thing. I don't really understand because I still, I'm an integrity guy. So I'm about integrity of the thing. Fuck chasing money because I signed up for this without money being invested in. I've never, we never, we, we, so when you're a youth pop Warner football player, you don't sign up for playing for money, but now you are. See, now we're about to start. Now you're about to see this thing turn into an utter fucking shit show because your asses want to keep allowing this shit to happen. Can't wait to bring this up with Matt. Uh, the youth football level is now going to expect money because you guys think money should be the number one determining factor in where you go and what you do. Uh, when you're an amateur football player, basketball player, athlete, and it is ruining the game in front of our very own eyes. And if you fucking don't agree with that, dog, you're just being ignorant. I'm going to tell Matt that. That's where I truly believe you need to fucking understand it is ruining the game. Go ahead and get your money. I don't, I, I, I'm not against the money. I'm against this fucking way that it's happening because now the youth level is now about to want to get paid. And now you're going to see all this shit continue to trickle downhill. And when the youth sees the college guys transferring at all-time rate, high school guys see it, and they transfer in at all-time rate. And then the college guys do it. And then the NFL, you were just in college. Now you're demanding trades when you're still under contract. Just trickling uphill. What do I know, though? Keep saying this shit, but what do I know, dog? What do I know? Um... Can't wait to discuss that shit, man. It's it's really fucking starting to uh, irk me, this softness. And I, this is what I want to break down, though. The coldest Crawford enters the portal. But just the other day, Matt was, we and Matt were talking about, you know, they should be able to go based on some coach and all this. Well, listen to this. Why is there 40000 in the portal? And why is a kid like the coldest Crawford entering the portal? When they just have a new coach. So here's my thing right here. Don't tell me it's the coach. It's the place. It's this. It's that. You went through Scott Frost. He was fired. You stayed. You got Mickey Joseph. He didn't get the job. You stayed. You hire rule. Mickey Joseph's fucking probably in jail now for domestic violence. Now you transfer without or before you ever even hear Matt Rule's pitch to the team in his first team meeting. So I'm real, real curious as to how you think this is a chasing money. This ain't chasing money. This is greener pastures. I'm going to chase this greener grass because I don't want to fucking compete. And I just think that I can transfer as many times as possible. It'll just, I'll, I'll strike gold eventually, right? If I transfer for three times, I'm going to hit gold, right? You're really not. You're just fucking shattering your own image. And the coldest, your worth is going to get real, real warm here soon when the NFL is like, why are you transferring so much? Why are your drops, your draft status dropping? Because you nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. But this is his third school, Isaiah said. Uh, well, go ahead. What was I just saying? What do I know, dog? I don't know shit. 
unbelievable, man. It really is. I, I, I'm fucking, un, it's unbelievable. I, I just can't, I can't fucking do it. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Um, oh, man, really, really bad. Uh, Kyler Murray doesn't care about anybody but Kyler Murray, Patrick Peterson says. Kyler Murray came out after that and said, this isn't true. You on some weird shit, Patrick Peterson. See, right there, that tells me the true character of who you are. You on some weird shit. Everyone that I know that said you on some weird shit is a straight shit bird. I'm, I just got to be real. Don't ask me how I know that, why I say that. Don't ask me. I'm telling you. Everyone I know that says you on some weird shit that gets defensive when someone calls them out is a absolute shit bird. Just being a good judge of character, been around these cats a long time. When I see you on some weird shit, right out the gate, you're a shit bird. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to believe every single other human other than Kyler Murray. Because, dog, it ain't about what you say, homie. It's about what you do. And everything you do is an absolute fucking joke, mockery. And I'm going to be honest. Congratulations to you. You have fucking scammed the NFL and got over on them. You got over on these motherfuckers, homie. You got over on these cats. So, congratulations to you. Because you have absolutely fucked the NFL over. So, congratulations, dog. Uh, So... This Miles Sanders thing, um, I don't know if you've seen this Miles Sanders deal. There's a there's a deal out here that uh, Miles Sanders came out. Ex-girlfriend leaks their DMs um, when she realizes that she wasn't actually his girlfriend, but just someone he could get up some pregame head from. So he hit her up for some pregame head. And now that he's got to get serious about the season, he dropped her. Now, I don't know why this is big news. I don't know why. I don't really give a fuck. Um, but that's what break, That's what makes news nowadays. And then idiots like myself report on it. And uh, I just, it's, it's fucking weird. I find it weird. Um, it's pretty interesting to say the least, right? It's pretty interesting. Um Justin Jefferson has a very similar situation. A woman that comes out and accuses the Viking superstar Justin Jefferson of not only getting her pregnant, but also alleging trying to force her to get an abortion. Now, you can't really read the text uh, on there. I could see him, but you can't really read him from this angle. But he's basically saying... (laughs) Apparently he said, we fucked in the ass. How are you pregnant? That's kind of what I took from it. Uh, plus, nobody wears condoms anymore, dog. I'll be honest. Nobody wears condoms anymore. So, um, but that's a whole philosophy right there. Ideology. Who's believing what now, right? Is it a gold digger? Or is the, co- is the kid, is the player uh, an idiot? Or is the girl a gold digger? Like, which one is it? We see both. 
we see both. So, you know, I'm curious because we see both. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just curious on this thing. I don't really know. Um, how this, how this goes, but, you know, we'll see. Um, I want to show you this Mac Jones um, deal. There's no sound again. I don't know why you get on no sound. Basically, um, they asked him. I don't know why I don't get no sound on this videos. Um, basically, they asked him, "Why did you say fucking this, fucking that, and why would you want to throw the ball deep?" And all he said was, "I let my emotions get the better of me, whoopty bam, and etc." So it is what it is. I don't know what happened there, but um, Mac Jones. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of issues going on with with Mac Jones. Um, Sean King, a buddy of mine who came on this show, former Tulane Green Wave quarterback, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, he came on and said, uh, and I talked to him since then. I talked to him, and this is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up, uh, Jeremiah. Why I don't hear the sound anymore. I got to figure out why, um, but I'll figure that out. Uh, Sean King came out and said, I just heard Keyshawn Johnson saying I didn't take it serious. Yeah, okay. I put my maturity level as a rookie and second-year player up against his during his time frame in any time of his career, any day of the week. Don't throw stones, my guy. I didn't get sent home midseason. So there's some beef going on. So Simeon Rice comes out, the great Simeon Rice, pass rusher extraordinaire. Came out and said, bro, you're good. No one's at liberty to talk about your maturity. Least of all, Keyshawn, the worst teammate ever. So they're clearly seeing uh, Keyshawn talking shit. And Keyshawn's starting to turn into a suit, man. I'm going to be honest. From L.A. and all that shit, dog. But he is a fuck. He's turning into Stephen A. Smith. Hot take fucking extraordinaire. And I'm going to be honest. Sean King's my guy. Simeon Rice my guy. I love them motherfuckers. I love them dudes. They're real honest cats at least. Keyshawn's turned into such a fucking BMK. And he just wants to take fucking shots and take hot takes. Everyone I know said he's the worst fucking teammate ever. That shit is crazy. Everyone I know said he's the worst teammate ever. So, Sean King, I had to have you back on the show uh, soon. Uh, that's my guy. He's a he, he did a good job on the show when he was on here. Bart Scott, who I think is one of the realest cats on ESPN. Can't hear the sound though.
he said that two is a one hit away from being Pat White and going to play baseball. I, I got to be honest, that's real talk. That is real shit. I don't know what's going on, but I do know Tua is right there. Um, here's a little interesting fun fact. Everyone talks shit about my takes on quarterbacks. Everybody knows more than me, obviously. We're here still in the beginning of the show here as uh, I'm just breaking down some things. I, I mean, Sean and I talk about this on Last Chance Q. We talk about, you know, Josh Allen and all these different quarterbacks, Mahomes, all these guys. And everyone's like, how you be hating on Josh Allen? Well, first of all, I'm not hating. I wish you guys would understand the difference between the truth and hating. But to be honest, um, do, does anyone know who leads the NFL in turnovers? I just want to throw that out there. I don't know. What do I know? But does anyone know? Josh Allen leads the league in turnovers. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you knew that, but... Uh, Josh Allen leads the league in turnovers. <laughs> but what do I know? That doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. Brett Favre led the league too. Uh, that doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. All I'm telling you is pump your brakes on anointing these cats as the greatest thing ever. Because Josh Allen is a very, very scary quarterback to have if you're a head coach. Yeah, he can win you some games. And he's great, and he's a phenom, and he runs you over and jumps over you and throws a ball 70 yards across his body. Yes, we get it. He's a freak. He's fun to watch. He's also really, really scary to fucking play for you for if you're a head coach because you don't know what he's going to do next. You don't know how many off-schedule plays are going to result in either A, an injury, or B, a turnover. And that is what costs you in the playoffs. That's all I'm telling you. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just telling you that is what the fuck is the truth. And he leads the league in turnovers. Now, look, they're right in the top of the division. Uh, they're up there. They're leading the division right now with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, they got the Jets on their ass. They beat New England. New England could be very well out of the playoffs. I thought New England needed that game last night or they were done. So, uh, I don't know. Interested to see. Interested to see. Uh Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. We're gonna we're gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, I I just want to see Josh Allen win a meaningful game. All right, I want to see a meaning. I want to see him win a meaningful game. Um, K. McNamara is transferred to Iowa. Um, I'm curious though. Iowa, the worst offensive team in the division. That's where you're going to go? You're going to go to the worst team offensively in the league? Now that right there, something's up with that. Blake Corum goes, uh, undergoes surgery. And now uh, let's get into this Antonio Brown thing, man. Antonio Brown on the run again. I can't wait to talk to Steve Kim, uh, Matt McChesney about this. Um, come on, man. Like, when are we going to put this motherfucker in a straitjacket and just be done with him? Like, when can we put this motherfucker in a straitjacket and be done with him? 
Um, what meaningful game has Matt Ryan won? Uh, the uh, NFC Championship game that went to a Super Bowl that they were up 28 in? <laughs> Are you fucking joking me? Are you that dumb, Hudson Tucker? Seriously, are you that dumb? Just so you know, if you go to a Super Bowl, you've won a meaningful game. So you know, Josh Allen, when he lost to Mahomes in the playoffs last year, uh, when Joe Burrow beat Mahomes in the playoffs last year to go to the Super Bowl, that's actually called a meaningful game. I don't know if you knew that at all. Did you know that was a meaningful game? Did you Do you know what a meaningful game is? I believe if you're in the Super Bowl, you've won a meaningful game. Sorry. I don't know if you realize that or not. Are you that fucking dumb? Seriously, are you that dumb? You don't think Matt Ryan's won more of a meaningful game than Josh Allen? See, that's how ignorant you are. That's how fucking dumb you are. And I don't know why I waste my time on you dumb fucking humans. Because, see, you're going to sit here and be enamored with Josh Allen hurtling motherfuckers and throwing the ball 70 yards and say, you know what? He's done more than jo- than Matt Ryan. No, he actually hasn't done more than Matt Ryan. <laughs> no, he actually hasn't done more than Matt Ryan yet. Yeah, he he's looks like a fucking phenom and he's a freak. Sure, he hasn't done more. Matt Ryan's top 10 in every fucking NFL category, you dumb fuck. Holy fuck, Matt Ryan is top 10 of all time in almost every NFL category at quarterback. Do you know this? Do you understand this? Top 10. Talk to me, dog, when Josh Allen's top 10 in every category. Until then, shut the fuck up. You sound like a fucking dick-riding bottom feeder. Now, shut the fuck up if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I swear to God, instead of being members, I'm just going to have you drop your resume. You have to drop your resume to be a member of this fucking show. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. And now everyone wants to talk about, so what did he do? The coach lost the game for Josh Allen. So now your argument in this fucking deal right here in this chat is Matt Ryan choked a 28-point lead, but Josh Allen didn't? Oh, my fucking God. I love how some guys get a pass and then the others don't. It fucking is unbelievable. You guys are so fucking unbelievable. So Josh Allen lost because of his coach, didn't squib kick it, right? But Matt Ryan lost because he was up 28 and and what? Just threw pick six after pick six on purpose? (laughs) How about Mike Shanahan lost the game? What do I say every day? Coaches lose games. Players win them. I think I said that, right? Oh, okay. Make sure I'm clear on that. Make sure I'm clear on that. But I'm pretty sure you can give a pass to one guy, but not the other. It blows my mind. It's fucking unbelievable. I, 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 just, I just love when I hear you motherfucker. Well, Josh Allen, if McDermott squib kicks it, they win. I think they win if Josh Allen keeps the ball in his possession a little longer and not give up to Mike Mahomes so fucking fast. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't know nothing, though. You know way more than me. So I'm curious. Uh, <sighs> unbelievable, dog. 
Unfucking believable. If you run the ball in Atlanta, they beat the Patriots that year. I'm just going to throw that out there. All right. Sorry. Sorry, since you guys know so much, though. Sorry, since you know so much. <laughs> Goddamn. Some guys get a pass, some don't, because you guys like the guy and you have a, you're a dick rider. You think, how about just be honest and real about everything you see? If we all can do that and just call it like it is, then you'll be like, you know what? There's no more fan, favorite. No more fucking fair weather fans in America. Now we just call it like it is. I bet you the world would be a better place. I wouldn't have dumb fucks in here and talking about this, this, and this. <laughs> when you really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But anyway, what do I know? Um, honesty does go a long way, dog. But I don't think we understand that shit at all. I don't think people understand. I don't think people understand what honest is. Like, you guys know what honest is? Like, fuck. It blows my fucking mind. Do you know what it is? Whew. Gaylord Perry, Hall of Fame pitcher, has passed away at 84 years old. Uh, he's famous for throwing the uh, split ball. Um, I don't know. He's, he was a nasty pitcher now. He was a very, very nasty motherfucker. Um, he was really, really good, by the way. Really, really good. Um Lost a legendary guy, Gaylord Perry. Former NFL quarterback G.J. Kinney has been named the next head football coach at Texas State. I think he was at Incarnate uh, Word. Um, Incarnate Word, he was the head coach there. He's now the head coach at Texas State, Lucy's hometown um, school. Uh, the Lakers are likely to make some trades after December 15th. Uh, who do they go after? Can't wait to hear your take on LeBron James going off after the uh, media guy. I agree with him as far as why aren't you asking these questions? Because I love, we, we're so selective. We're so selective with how we pitch, um, we, how, how the media asks certain questions. But then I'm also so fucking, it's so comical hearing Stephen A and the, and the ESPN talking about this thing and acting like it's the fucking biggest thing ever on planet earth. I'm just like, come on, dog. You motherfuckers are crazy with this motherfucking takes you take. It's unbelievable. Kendrick Perkins comes out and says, where's Tom Brady? Where's all the white players? See, it's, it's not, it, this is how you, that's why this fucking country so separate. And separated and divided because you got idiots on platform. Kendrick Perkins, though, I'm gonna be honest. I believe Kelly Martin, I believe her name is Kimberly Martin. I think she's the dumbest human on any platform. Number one. All right. I gotta be honest. I don't know how she has a job, but she does. I think Kendrick Perkins is the second dumbest motherfucker on there on the planet. Maybe on the planet. I think Cendric Perkins may be the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. So, see, he's a dumbass that wants to use a platform to come out and say, where's Tom Brady? Where's this? Where's this guy? See, I want to ask the question as, as to you, Kendrick Perkins, on where are you at, motherfucker? Where the fuck are you at, Kendrick Perkins? We can argue that your platform, along with Ryan Clark and Stephen A., who I never hear from Stephen A. about anything in the social fucking ramification of things. Where are you motherfuckers at? Jay Williams? Where are you at? 
I don't ever see anything to do any preventative work. But when a motherfucker dies and three kids get killed at the University of Virginia, all you want to come out with the tweet is, rip, rip, prayers, prayers to my kings in Virginia. What the fuck did you do about it before? You know how fucking cowardly, easy, fucking puss-ass move it is to write a rip tweet? You know how fucking easy it is to write a tweet about motherfuckers dying, motherfucker? How about you do it preventative? How about you do it preemptive? How about you do it precursor and say, hey, how about we stop killing ourselves? How about we get together and start fucking having some fucking real conversations with Tyler Perry and fucking Ice Cube and Snoop and LeBron and you, Kendrick Perkins and Stephen A, with all the platforms you have, how about you quit arguing with Jalen Ramsey on your barbershop talk and have a real conversation and bring in some fucking hood kids and start asking them, hey, man, what's going on? Why are you in fucking Apple Store robbing it? Uh, maybe that's a conversation we could have. I don't know. Hey, man, why are you dome piece in my... 79-year-old auntie on Rodeo Drive to get her purse. Let me ask you that. Why are we doing that at 17 years old? Why aren't you using that platform, Kendrick Perkins? Motherfucker, please. You motherfuckers all about what's happening right now because LeBron came out and said some shit, which I actually agree in. I agree on. I think that the media only wants to come after hot takes and they don't want to address Kyrie Irving's situation, but they'll come out and, and not ask him about Jerry Jones. Now, I don't know shit about the Jerry Jones things. All I know is Jerry Jones is far, far back, all right? He's a kid, and I don't know. I'm not defending Jerry Jones. I think the, all these owners are good old boys, and they all have done some crazy, shady shit, just like presidents and politicians, priests and politicians. So don't get me started on this whole thing. All I'm saying is, are you shocked that Jerry Jones possibly was involved? <laughs> like, I'm just curious. Are you really that dumb? Are you shocked? Is this a shocking thing? How about let's not be shocked and let's just understand. Let's go from this point and try to fucking help out who we can help out. Like, I'm tired of seeing this dumbass shit. Um... I'm trying to. I'm tired of seeing this dumbass shit, dog. With this after the fact ass shit, the after the fact ass shit. Why don't you do it before? So Van Nuys Middle School in Sherman Oaks, California. All with mild symptoms. Six were hospitalized. Four more were being evaluated. 13 and 14-year-olds. No cause confirmed. So something happens here. The article is absolutely horrible. Uh, it doesn't say why, what, nothing. I, I have a take. I think a lot of these drugs that are out there being used by these kids are all fabricated. There's all chemical in there. There's so much fucking fake shit. You just can't tell me that you can go buy pineapple weed, watermelon weed, bubblegum weed, and you're telling me, Coach, weed is from the earth. It's natural.
dumb weed ain't from the earth, you dumb fucks. God damn, homie. Are we growing watermelon weed now? We're, we're, that's natural? These motherfuckers smoking vape pens with weed in it all the time, thinking that's cool. It's, it's, it's perfectly fine. It's natural. <laughs> Dog, we are dumb people, man. I'm just being honest. We're the dumbest motherfuckers. Coach, I live on Taco Bell and pineapple weed. And I'm not going to expect, I don't, I'm going to play until I'm 50. Really? Ask Tom Brady if he smokes pineapple weed and eats Taco Bell every day and see how, how well that goes over. I'm curious. I want to ask LeBron. LeBron, you, uh, you smoking pineapple weed and eating Taco Bell, dog? Is that where you're spending your million dollars on your body a year at? Curious. <laughs> Oh, fuck, dog. It's unbelievable. Oh, it really is. It's fucking unbelievable. Motherfuckers. And then we got dumbass KB Crip. You're going to ask, who's smoking bubble? Who? Who's talking? Why are you saying that? <laughs> you, motherfucker. You're smoking it. God damn, motherfuckers are dumb. Some of you motherfuckers are dumb, dog. I'm just going to be honest. Uh... Laker trades. Let's talk about some Laker trades. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. We could trade him. Um, plus a pick or two for a star. Path two is a trade. Some combination of Patrick Beverly, Kendrick Nunn, and some picks for some first rounder, multiple second rounders, role players. We need some shooters, the Lakers. Path three would be separate deals. One with Westbrook plus First round pick. Another using a Beverly Nunn pick package. I don't know if the Lakers have the assets. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they have the assets. Um, I don't think they have the assets. So, Hey, Brennan Cook, you've been smoking weed for 13 years and you don't have injuries. Are you in the NFL, you fucking idiot? Are you retarded, homie? Like, I'm going to be honest. Are you in the NBA or the NFL? Uh, I, I got to ask. Hey, Brennan Cook, are you the guy that we don't know who's in the chat that's on Sundays playing right now? I forgot, Brennan. Did I mention anything about motherfucking grown folks smoking weed? Or did I just say, look into the professional athletes who smoke weed? And maybe their bones are getting fucked off. Maybe they're not recovering as well because of what's in the weed. I said, just do some data. I didn't say it's fact. I just said, how about we do some data? But did I say, hey, Brennan Cook, you can't smoke either, dog, because I'm worried that you're going to get hurt and not be able to go back to Walmart to work tomorrow. <laughs> do I give a fuck about you, Brennan Cook, and how much weed you smoke for how long? Brennan Cook, no offense, homie. You could drop dead today on my show, and I would give two squirts of piss about what the fuck weed you smoke. Sorry, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Holy fuck. I smoke weed, and I'm 40. No shit. I don't really give a fuck if you smoke weed. I don't give a fuck if Matt McChesney smokes weed. Matt McChesney's not in the NFL anymore. That is the whole debate. We're not giving a fuck about you smoking weed right now, old people. I just said the players that are currently playing. How hard is that to grasp? How hard is that to understand? 
Can you understand that I'm only worried about the motherfuckers playing? I don't really give a fuck about you. <laughs> like, how fucking retarded are you? I'm just curious. I don't know. Uh, Tom Herman, hired by Florida Atlantic, kind of on the down low. I know Zach uh, Smith was uh, going in on uh, Burt McMurphy, who, who kind of dropped it. I guess they got butthole buddies. Zach don't like McMurphy. Uh, I thought it was a comical-ass tweet. But, hey, apparently that's what's going on. Florida Atlantic got Tom Herman, of course. Well, shocker, right? Um, it's a recyclable business. Patrick Peterson denies he has beef with Kyler Murray. Patrick Peterson just came out and said earlier that uh, on a podcast that Kyler Murray only cares about Kyler Murray. I've heard that about 20 different times. I wish he would just con stay convicted because you know the truth or you wouldn't have said the truth, Patrick Peterson. So you're a liar now? Like, which one is it? Are you a liar or are you reneging now on what you said? Like, I'm confused. That's the problem with you motherfuckers, man. Nobody can just stand up and drop their nuts. Drop your fucking nuts and stand by it, dog. God damn. I can't believe how fucking soft some of you are. <sighs> oh, man, it blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. Um, college hoops, Utah stuns Arizona, 81-66. Uh, number two, Texas beats number seven, Creighton. I don't know if anyone cared about that. I'm reporting basketball news. Uh, Gonzaga at number six, Baylor tonight. Gonzaga's played everyone in America so far this year that's any good, and they've been losing, but they're playing everyone. Illinois has Maryland. I don't know how UCLA is. That's my basketball team. I think they lost already once. Um, so the Bills beat the Patriots last night, 24-10 in New England. Josh Allen was 22 of 33, 223 and a touchdown, or two touchdowns. No picks. No picks. Um, that's good. Didn't turn the football over, and that's why they won the game. So, um, Damn, is that real? Did Drew Brees really get hit by lightning? Man, Brandon can't do the morning, so and I can't do the afternoon, so that's that's where Brandon is. Um, did Drew Brees really get hit by lightning? Has anyone seen this? Drew Brees really got hit by lightning? God damn. Interesting. Interesting, to say the least. Um, Hudson Tucker, I took your Patriots last night, and you were wrong. When are you going to eat crow on your pick last night? <laughs> God damn, homie. Do you really just live to come in here and fuck with me on my show? Like, be honest. No way, right? No way, Hudson Hucker, whatever your name is, Tucker. There's no way that's really real, right? Well, it sounds like a you problem. Sounds like you got fucked. And uh, I didn't know the Patriots were my team. Um, but are you really that thirsty, dog? Are you thirsty 
Should I pull out my dick uh, and tell you to open wide? Do you need fucking something? Because you're thirsty as shit, homie. God damn. Well, become a member if you love it, motherfucker. God damn. Shut the fuck up. Uh, James Cook had 14 carries, 64 yards. Stingley had 13, or uh, a single carry at 13. Diggs had seven catches. I lost in dra- uh, my DraftKings picks i got fucked over i didn't get to watch the game at all that's how busy i was um didn't get to see the game at all i did get a time to chance i did get a chance to cook a cowboy steak though came out fire i gotta say it was unbelievable um so i got that done uh von miller said he was gonna come back for the jets but now he's not because the gm stepped in and was like nah you're gonna get healthy so you're gonna miss at least four games uh, the Jets take on the Vikings this week. I think that's going to be a critical game. The Jets have to win that football game to stay in tight with the Dolphins and the Bills. Bills 9-3, and three, Dolphins 8-3. and three. Uh, Patriots seem like they could be out of it, but the Chargers are going to have to win on the other side. So we'll see how that works out because the Chargers got to win now too. So we'll see how that all pans out. I don't know how that's going to pan out, but we're going to see how it pans out. Uh the Browns are sitting at four and seven. The Ravens and the Bengals both are at seven and four. Uh, the Browns have to play both Bengals and Ravens. They got the Texans this week. I don't know how you guys feel. Deshaun Watson is back. Apparently, he's the starter. Apparently, he's the starter already. Um, so, we'll see. Tell Antonio Brown to come see me then, dumb fuck. Um, Sarah Blake really exposed me. <laughs> God damn. Is this her husband again? Are you her husband, Brennan Cook? Are you her husband? Or are you her herself? I'm, I'm curious on how I was exposed. Because I'm telling you right now. I think exposing could be the other way around if I wanted to be that guy. Because I really think I have some things that I could really, really, really show the world but i'm not because i'm not that not that immature man be honest that's why i stayed out that's why i kept them out of my name but we're not talking about them right now that's your that's your wife brennan cook i know that's your wife you got a little wee wee i get it she has fake titties i get it you guys it doesn't match it doesn't match fake titties little dick it doesn't work i get it dog just stay out my name just keep my name out your mouth i don't need to hear you guys no more God damn. I don't really care what she said, Bruce Helms. I don't really care, dog. Do you really realize? Do you think I sit up at night like, fuck, what did she say this time? (laughs) Holy fuck. Do you really think that? Hey, Hudson Tucker, listen. I will block you if you don't figure out how to become a member. Because I'm going to put you to the fire now. I'm going to start putting people to the fire. Don't tell me you don't know how. We have 500 active members. Guess what? They all figured out how to become a member. How can you not figure it out? But you can come in here and troll, but you can't figure out how to be a member? Get the fuck out of here. Shut up. God damn. Bruce Helms, because you're retarded, bro. That's why you liked her. 
You like people to say, uh, the, um, Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God. That's why you liked her, you fucking dummy. God damn. Some of you motherfuckers are just not very smart. I just got to be honest. And I'm worried about America because if the half the chat isn't very smart, I've got to understand. I got to think the more, more people out there are just so fucking dumb. Like, you guys got to be so dumb. Rudolfo, what up? Appreciate you. Um, Fernando, what up? Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, the Tennessee and Bruce likes that shit. <laughs> Bruce Helms is over there like, yeah, Sarah. Holy fuck, dog. Are you fucking that dumb? God damn. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know what you think about the uh, Hudson. I'm not telling you how to do it, motherfucker. Go figure it out. Have you heard of Google? Have you heard of Google? Can you Google it? Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of going on YouTube to learn how to do it? Jesus Christ. All right, I got a lot to discuss here, man. We got a lot to get into. Uh, Can't wait till Steve Kim joins us. Matt McChesney will join us. Uh, I want to get into a few different things, but Alabama went 10-2 and this year. Nick Saban has only lost two games in the regular season at Alabama three times, including this year. And one of the other years is 2007 in his first year. Is Nick Saban going to be back next year, and is Alabama going to be another national title contender or is this the last ever four team college football playoff team that he'll ever be considered in is alabama losing its lust is the transfer portal killing alabama is nil deals are our nil deals killing alabama uh how much longer do you see nick saban coaching and can he keep alabama top five in year in year out at 70 years old uh that is just a discussion i wanted to have about uh some things um I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh Hudson Tucker became a member. Shit. That's what I'm talking about. God damn. Figured it out. Brennan Cook, you got a few minutes to become a member too before I block your bitch ass. So you better figure it out. You better figure it out, Brennan Cook, because right now I'm on pins and needles with your sorry ass. I think you're a troll waiting to happen, you fucking fake troll motherfucker. So become a member or get the fuck out. So you call it Brennan Cook, who nobody knows, who no one's ever seen in the chat before. But now all of a sudden you're a fucking loyal fucking human, right? Get your fucking ass up out of here. Go become a member. Get the fuck out of here. I can't wait to get the slapdick tab. Slapdick and just slapdick. Bow. And then that's what it does. Not no fucking, it's just not a block. It's just a slapdick. I'm slapdicking everybody. Slapdicking everybody. Uh, 
Nick Saban, can he do it? Hey, not my job. What's your take on Antonio Brown, though? I can't wait. Antonio Brown, he's got to be the biggest shitbird walking. When are we just going to put this motherfucker in a straitjacket and keep him out of harm's way? Because he's harming himself, everyone else around him. How many women can you beat, you soft, bitch-made motherfucker? How many women can you hit? How much dumb shit can you do, Antonio fucking bitch Brown? How many dumb fucking things can you do? How about go do another fucking slap dick rap song? Like, it blows my fucking mind how dumb this motherfucker is. And he obviously has zero circle. He has zero circle. He has no circle around this motherfucker because they just are just sucking his dick instead of telling him the real. Like, how many dumb fucking things can this dude do? And why are people, you know, people going to continue to talk about this bitch-made cat because he does this bitch-made shit? And I just don't understand it. Like, you're lucky you're not my homie because I would have beat your ass. I would have beat your ass into submission because I'm your homie. And then I would have fucking disowned your bitch ass. Who's going to do that in his circle? That's my question. Who is going to be a man and beat the fuck out of this dumb motherfucker? Or, like I said on this show months ago, I hate to see another young brother go down. But he's going to be dead or buried very, very soon. I'm sorry, dog. That's just how reality is. That's how this world works. When dumb fucks like this keep becoming an issue and getting in harm's way, you're going to touch the wrong woman. You're going to touch the wrong girl. You're going to do the wrong. You're going to expose yourself in a public pool to the wrong motherfucker. And you're going to get fucked up, dog. It's going to happen. I promise you it is going to happen. So I'm just telling you, Unfortunately, these cats end up in jail or buried in a six-foot box when you just can't get out your own way. And AB's traveling down that path. But at some point, when are people going to say, I don't care what you do anymore. Just stay away from me or I'm fucking you up. I just want to know when that person's going to come around. He is a shit bird. He is the epitome of a shit bird criminal fuck. He's done people wrong forever. He sells $200 watches to, for 200 k And people buy them because they're AB and find out they're fake. Have you seen these stories? There's a shitload of them. He is a shit bird human being. It's mental health coach. Shut the fuck up. Mental health tells you to take a fake watch and sell it for 200K. I'm pretty sure that's a smart motherfucker being a hustler and a bitch made conniving cat. I don't believe mental health has gotten infected that. I just think he's a shit bird. And I think he knows clear as day what the fuck he's doing every day. So stop miss, miss me with the fucking mental health shit. That motherfucker is about as mentally health 
healthy as my ass. <laughs> you fucking kidding me. Yeah, Jeremiah sent me the Drew Brees thing a long time ago earlier. I don't know if it's fake or not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that. So I'm not even going to speculate. Not even going to speculate. Do I support LGBTQ? LGBTQ? Fuck no, I don't support that shit. Motherfucker. Do you support slapdick whiskey? Do you know who runs LGBTQ? Let me ask. Do you know who runs that? I don't support Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. I don't support LGBTQ. I don't support cancer awareness. I don't support any of that shit. You know why? Because I know it's all fake. I know it's all fucking dumb. I know you dumb motherfuckers pay into it like your their money. Your money's really being used for the right thing. Yeah. Ask that Black Lives Matter lady, how are two mansions in Beverly Hills doing? On your money, you dumb fuck. You think I'm giving motherfuckers money? Get the fuck out of here. I don't give money at PetSmart, motherfucker, to the donations. Because you know why? Show me where the money goes. Then we can talk. Show me that the money's going to the dogs. I want to see where it goes. Like, these are the biggest hustlers ever. Ever. The biggest hustles ever. When you see these motherfuckers, please donate a dollar uh, when you're checking out at Macy's. If you think I'm giving a dollar to your fucking million-dollar company, you got me fucked up. I just spent 500 on jeans. You kidding me? Think I'm going to donate now? Get the fuck out of here. I don't donate shit. Exactly. Ask Brett Favre fucking ass where it goes. Why are we not hearing about, why are we not hearing about Brett Favre more? I mean, he's got dick pics out there. He's got fucking scandal after scandal. Like, why am I hearing about this motherfucker? Why am I not? I do agree with the fact that why I'm not hearing about Jerry Jones more. But I don't, you know, I like to dive deep into it, but I don't really know. He's a kid. He's standing 30 feet away from where the shit's supposed to be happening. So I can't sit here and say, well, Jerry Jones was up there choke slamming motherfucker. Well, that's not what I saw. I saw a motherfucker 30 feet back, and he's looking like he's observing some shit like, what's going on here? Now, is he part of it? I fucking don't know. But I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth and exactly say, yeah, Jerry Jones was the ringleader of that motherfucker that day in 1957. We don't know. All we do know is he's another fucking good old boy that owns an NFL franchise. (laughs) That's what we do know. And is it a shocker? Do you think it's a shock that he's fucking is this guy? <laughs> like, do you think that's a shocker? I don't. I don't think it's a shock. I, if you think it's a shock, you're fucking ignorant. You're fucking ignorant. So just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. God damn, dog. Blows my fucking mind. See, assumptions make asses of you, Bruce. You make assumptions of me, too. Remember how you always come out here and act like you know every single thing about what happened on Netflix show? And every single time you're wrong? (laughs) Every single time. Didn't you bring Carlos Thompson from Garden City? No, I didn't. But thanks for asking. 
but apparently you knew, right? You knew, right? Actually, there was about two years in between that. And I took him to California to play college football when I was not coaching. But you know everything because Netflix told you so, Bruce Helms. But you think assumptions are a good thing to do. No, I think you're a fucking idiot who assumes and speaks outside your fucking mouth because ignorance is life-threatening. And one day, Bruce Helms, you're going to say the wrong shit and you're going to get socked in the face. So how about you do some research and figure it out before you just start assuming shit? You're the problem in America. You assume like all the bitch-made cats do. You need to stop that shit, Bruce. Please stop that. Don't be a bitch-made cat. God damn. You know what? LeBron James smokes watermelon weed every day. Bubblegum weed, watermelon weed, blackberry weed. Really, Coach, how you know? Shit, I just assume. I just assume he does. How fucking ignorant am I to say that? How fucking dumb am I to say that he does or does not smoke weed? I don't give a fuck either. Guess what I do give a fuck about? He is available more than most. He's available more than Kawhi fucking Leonard. By the way, he does smoke weed. He's available more than fucking Paul George. He's available more than fucking James Harden. By the way, he does smoke weed. He's more available than fucking all these other motherfuckers. Ben Simmons. By the way, he smokes big weed. Why? Because he's available. So I don't give a fuck if he smokes weed. See, that's the difference between me and you. But what do I know? What do I know? Um... Chris the Bear Falica. Who's that? Um, Adrian Riley, I'm the one you want to talk to about the weed thing, huh? I hear that. Jerry Jones called the facility uh, plantation before. Again, are you surprised? Like, I keep saying it, dog. Are you shocked? Like, I'm. I, that's what I'm talking about. Are you surprised? <laughs> that's the ignorant part, being shocked about it. Oh, Jerry Jones called it a plantation. Oh, Jerry Jones was in the back during a fucking segregated fucking riot. Oh, Jerry Jones didn't let him take a knee. Jerry Jones is in Texas. Like, are you fucking that dumb? <laughs> that blows my fucking mind, dude. Ash, go lay down. Um, it's raining here in California. Uh, I woke up to a fucking rainstorm here where I'm at. Unfortunate, because it never rains in Southern California. Who's going to win the Bednarik Award? Defensive Player of the Year. Will Anderson, Ivan Pace at Cincy, or Tule? at USC. I know I butchered the fuck out of that name. Where's my boy Josh Fele at? I haven't seen Josh here and there. Um, hope Josh is all right. Uh, who's going to win the Defensive Player of the Year in college? Who's going to win the Maxwell Award, Player of the Year? Hendon Hooker, who got hurt, C.J. Stroud, Caleb Williams. Usually whoever wins the, the Maxwell Award don't win the, don't win the Heisman. Uh, who's going to win the Blitnikoff Award, the best receiver? 
I believe Marvin Harrison Jr. will win that, right? He should also be in the Heisman consideration, in my opinion. Xavier Hutchinson at Iowa State or Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee? All those three are up for the Bolitnikoff Award. Who's going to win the Bolitnikoff Award? I think the kid at SC got hurt. He's been, he missed too much. The receiver transfer from Pittsburgh. Um, so um, I think that's going to – fuck, dude. You know what? I got so much shit on my screen that you're on you're on the bottom today, so I didn't even see. Hey, by the way, everybody, Matt texted me. Are you going to fucking let me in? So I didn't know. I didn't even know he was in, dude. He's been in here for 48 minutes. Sorry, All right, everybody. Um, what's up, man? Nothing. Happy Friday. How are you? I'm just glad I could hear you, dog. Fucking yeah, man. Good day. Hey, are you going like on a fucking like a Hell's Angels retreat or something? No, this is just how it looked. Hey, who's gonna win? Who's gonna win the? Uh, I, I thought you would be the greatest fucking person to have on the show. Who's gonna win the Lou Groza Award, the best kicker in the college football? No fucking clue. Some, some well, ESPN right now. You couldn't give me that look. You'd have to say, "Oh, fuck!" It's gonna be Christopher Dunn, at NC State. He made two sixty-one yards. Ash and fucking. <laughs> yeah, I don't kick. I don't kicker. Hey, some, they asked you that on ESPN Live. I'm serious. If they really asked me that on ESPN Live, I'd be like, Walk off. fuck, I don't know. I'd yeah, be the number one rated show ever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here to talk about kickers. Good talk, ESPN. Later. <laughs> Your boy Russell Wilson uh, did not have yeah. half his participation uh, of the team at his birthday. I know you would love that. Oh, um, but, I mean, it's Tuesday night. I'm not going to the birthday party. Tuesday's NFL off day too, right? Like I, there's no or Monday night. There's no fucking way I'm going to some corporate birthday party on on my day off. No, absolutely. I don't give a shit who the player is. It could have been like like they they could have had strippers jumping out of cakes, and I ain't going. I'm sleeping. I'm out. <laughs> John Kitna, John Kitna's son, we uh we both know uh had this happen. I don't know what's going on, but apparently it's getting worse and worse. Uh fuck yeah, man. Child pornography is not a good headline to be associated with. Fuck. No, it's not. Uh um, when when you're when like people are doing this kind of shit, what what the fuck are they thinking about? Like what, what about are this you thinking about, uh, Mickey Joseph arrested yeah. on assault? Uh you're thinking about Mickey. He and probably, then he probably told him he wasn't going to be on the guy, he freaked out. What about this guy, the coldest Crawford? <laughs> I just got to be, I just be honest, dog. Like the name says, take the cake. I don't give a fuck. Is, man. The coldest. Yeah, that's his fucking name, the coldest. I, I understand what he's saying. Hey, like, I'm the coldest, but I get it. I'm from the hood. I get it. I think that took the cake on all time ghetto hood name ever. And I think I mean, that that is the worst name ever. No he took take on the ghetto, the most ghetto hood name ever. It's got to be that right there. He's got to take it. Uh, no, no, no offense to Goldust, but uh, I, I'm the warmest. That's the mildest. It's the snowing outside. Dog. Who woke? <laughs> Dad just woke up after busting the nut. Was like, oh fuck, the, the coldest, the, the coldest. coldest. The coldest. coldest. This motherfucker's gonna be the coldest motherfucker ever. Hey, 
You now just told us three-time transfer, motherfucker. You just hit the portal for the third Jerry time. Jones, what do you think Jerry Jones' dumbass thinks about the coldest name? What's your take on Jerry Jones? I got to be honest. I got to ask this question. Here, what's my take on when was Jerry Jones born? I fucking no idea. The 50s? So The 50s. So the 30s. 40s? So like, let's say late 30s, early 40s, right? He's old as shit. Um, and that's cool. Uh, so he was like 30 something when segregation like ended. So just saying, people, you're really fucking stunned that he's at a fucking rally. This is a 30 minute rant, Matt. I said, are you guys shocked? I mean, you guys, how fucking stupid is everyone? You like, you think he was the one racist asshole redneck in Arkansas that wasn't on that side of the fence? It's a totally different era. It was a it was a it was a long time ago, but not that long ago at the same time. People have no fucking like understanding of history whatsoever. Every like, well, you're gonna cancel Jerry Jones because he was 18 following his buddies to some stupid bullshit fucking 80 years ago. Try canceling him. He's a billionaire. Have fun, LeBron. I just man, this like this. I'm not advocating for it. Obviously, it's wrong, but it's. I mean, come on, man. This is like a couple of years ago. Remember when everyone was like mad at John Wayne because he's a racist ass? Well, John Wayne died in like 1970-something. So now I'm just bringing it up, though, now, because they, the cancel culture has no one else to cancel. Because I've it. already been canceled, Matt. They can't cancel me no more. And David Chappelle is the other one they're going after. Oh, they're going after Chappelle like he's a comedian. He's supposed to tell jokes. Like, I, I just, this entire... This generation and a lot of people in my our age group too have like gravitated towards it. Everything offends you, and like, it, look, man, I, just because I'm not offended by it doesn't mean I agree with it. I just I'm on this. I'm in the middle on pretty much everything. I think that both sides of the fence are fucking nuts. I think that that the you know, the, the LGBTQ community and that whole side and, and the way they think and the way the ultra right, you know, super religious side, I think all of them need to come together and just spitball whose ideas are fucking crazier. (laughs) And I would just sit there in the middle and be like, that sounds pretty fucking nuts. What do you think? And I, I just, you know, you can't go back and change history. Things happen. Um, hey, how about what do you think about what do you think about Kanye yesterday saying he likes Nazis? That, I mean, that, that's not surprising. He's fucking nuts too. But it, it's in a full it, mask. He was wearing a mask that I put my bitches in over here when I tied my bitches up with handcuffs and shit. I put a mask. That's what she, he was wearing. I'm like, what in the fuck are you wearing? He's in the back seat with duct tape, duct tape stretched out. But. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck are you the thing with Kanye is perfect example of this. Like, look, I'm not saying Kanye is not educated. He seems like a pretty smart guy when he's not going fucking batshit crazy. When he's not in a full mask, ready to rob my house. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's smart. I'm saying he's articulate. Like he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have a lack of knowledge. Would you agree with that? Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you're a billionaire, you're not dumb. Okay, there you go. So. For him to come out and say something so absurd as 
but you can't be stupid. Oh, you can be dumb as fuck, and that's where I'm going with this. To say something this dumb now, these days, with everybody going after him the way it was, I thought it was a joke. Dog. Like I thought it was apparently a fucking joke, like some SNL shit, and it's not. So I, I, I can't believe that in the era we're living in, we've got a a black rapper siding with Hitler. What in the dog? What is? Are we in the fucking matrix, homie? Like, hey, but I was canceled for calling a kid who called himself that, just basically saying, "I'm your new daddy now, motherfucker. Stop fucking being rude to women and get your bitch ass in my office." But I was canceled. All you did, <laughs> all you did, was tell a kid you were his daddy. Yeah, that's oh, what I said. Because a kid if called. They, if they, brought, a, if they brought a fucking camera and put me on TV in my gym, I'd be canceled in three minutes. Um, well, I'm yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Uh, so, look, dog, I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded with some of this shit, dude. Like, I, some of the things I see and hear, I, I can't believe what I'm seeing and hearing. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Let me ask you this: so, uh, LeBron comes out. He, he said, you know, I, I totally agree with LeBron on saying, why haven't you asked me about this when you come out and I, ask about these other things? I, I do agree with that. Here's now what I don't agree with. Where are you, LeBron? Where are you, Kendrick Perkins, who may be the second dumbest human on TV? Kendrick Perkins. Um, I believe Kimberly Martin, the female uh, with the neon nails, I think she's the dumbest human maybe in the, in the world, but she's a, definitely the dumbest on TV. I think Kendrick Perkins is the second dumbest is that, human is in the world. Is that the chick in ESPN that looks like Marcus Spears without the beard? Kind of big titties, like curly hair. She got neon nails. Oh, She's no, always... the, ball, the ball chick. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, fuck, dude. Another whole nother story on that. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know any of these people other than the players, essentially, and Stephen A. Man, I'm just like, dude, this shit is crazy. I'm just like, this is a fucking different world we're in. Well, I, my thing, like, everybody in counterculture land, like anybody that's offended by everything. Hey, hey, Matt, but here's my take uh, on LeBron. What? I, I like that he came out. I, I like that he came out, but here's my take. Where's the preeminent, where's the preventive tweets and texts and messages? You have a platform like no other. You have a barbershop show. You sit up there and argue with Jalen Ramsey about if you could jump over him and catch a touchdown, but instead you want to retweet, rip, rest in peace to the three Virginia kids who got killed. Where is the preventative acts? Why aren't you on your show with your platform with you, Kendrick Perkins, Kimberly Martin, Stephen A. Smith, all these dumb fucks who come out after the fact that everything and go T's and P's to my four kings? How about we do shit before it actually happens? And maybe it won't happen. But now we want to come out and talk about this. I have no problem. I think he's right. Media fucking does what they want. They say when they want. They don't want to bring up Jerry Jones, but they bring up Kyrie Irving. I get it. I, I wasn't mad about that. I'm just wanting to know where, why Kendrick Perkins comes out and says, where is Tom Brady? Where is Aaron Rodgers? Where is the white people? And I'm just like, this is why we're divided, dog. You're making this into a white-black thing. Dog, where are you, Kendrick Perkins, when we're killing each other every day out here in the hood? That is my fucking issue. So... That's just me on my little soapbox rant today. I'm the old man on the front lawn, apparently. And uh, 
Well, you're not wrong. I mean, it, it's you, one of the questions I would ask LeBron is, okay, uh, your product's made in China, right? Yes. Oh, big time. Okay, so do you think that sweatshops and controlled communist, you know, labor camps essentially where your fucking Nikes are being made, is that okay? Why don't you talk about that? So, like, the... It's like selective outrage. He goes, yeah, he goes around it, yeah. Yeah, it's selective outrage. So if if he hasn't, and one of the things I love about LeBron is like, I think he just buys books and like puts them on his coffee table, but doesn't actually read them. He's no, like, he's that guy. Well, that's my thing. Like he, like he quoted Nietzsche the other day. And I like, do you know who, like, my question would be, would be like, do you know who Nietzsche is? When did Nietzsche live? Where is he from? Like, you need you need to know more than just a fucking quote you read on Google. It, there's it's bigger. So, I just I uh, I think LeBron wants to portray this like image that he's some super educated like, you know, not only being the best athlete ever in, at, at what he does and all this other all this other hoopla, but. Also, like a, how do I say this? He's like one of the, the the studious types. Also, you know what I'm saying? Like he he wants to be portrayed as that kind of guy off the court. And I'm not saying he's not a smart dude. Again, billionaires aren't stupid. I'm saying he sounds really uneducated a lot because I, I think he just takes broad stances on things he doesn't really understand. And unfortunately for LeBron, everything he says is blasted i didn't like the way he just stopped the press conference to go in a completely different direction just to like bring up jerry jones what do you want the fucking reporter to say he's asking you a question about basketball so you know it's i haven't heard lebron come out and and trash deshaun watson i haven't heard i haven't heard the I haven't heard anybody come out and be like, the, you have a sexual predator playing in my fucking hometown. I don't I think you can do quarterback there. Months. So where are you LeBron about Deshaun Watson? Where are you, homie? Like, why, why is it a one-way street? It doesn't really matter what color you are. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and then the hey, other man. thing is like, like Coach, I... I I don't really, I don't think that our generation is as fucking racist and crazy as people say everybody is. I just, I don't. Like, I'm not in fucking Arkansas in the backwoods, like, humping my sister. It's like some fucking redneck. But the majority of educated, like, people that are, inter, you know, intertwined here in, in communities and in the melting pot that is America, I don't know a bunch of crazy Nazi fucking assholes other than Kanye. So, <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know, man. I think we need to stop constantly shedding a light on things that happened 75 years ago like we can change them now. Unless LeBron's going to jump in the DeLorean with Marty McFly and Doc and go back in time and like get out of their car and be like, Jerry, you don't want to go to this rally. Hey, I'm gonna be honest, man. I, 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 I say this to 
fucking old white dudes all the time. I say it to young black men every day. Idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. When are we going to just say keep it 100 and stop with the bullshit narratives? We all have idiots in our races and our ethnicities. We're a bunch of fucking idiots everywhere. Yeah, period. People are dumb. I don't understand. People are just so dumb and one-sided or seeing or 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 nearsighted or narrow-minded. I mean, there's just so many people. That's why we're so divided out here, dog. And, and you know what happens? This is why I despise the portal. Because when we grew up, football was an outlet or a avenue to kind of combat the idiot the idiot race baiting game like we never saw color when we were in that locker room matt we played together i, I agree with that what does that have to do with the transfer portal because when we transfer at an all-time rate like we are there is no continuity being established there is no culture being created there is no i love you as my brother no, I'm now transferring to play for another motherfucker that I'm not going to ever get to know either because so again, it's just not so enough time. They're what they watch the coaches do it constantly. So, but I, but it, no, these kids haven't paid a bill yet. I don't care about all that. I, I, I still haven't. They, have, and they can't pay their goddamn bills until they start getting paid equal share of what they're worth. No, so, you said yeah. they're 18. They're adults, dog. I don't believe in well, that. They should be getting paid. They should be getting paid way more than NIL. They should be getting broke off half the revenue. I, I think it's ruining the game. That's my personal opinion. I think what, it's why because coaches don't have control of the players anymore. So it's no, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing yeah, to do with it. That's the, so an eighteen. Oh, you're literally going. Against, I don't want to talk about the portal that much today, but I'm literally. You're, literally, you're literally going against what you stand for, that's and I know shit. you. No, that's not well enough. You oh, never, am I going against what I stand for? Fuck that. No, you would never enter the portal. What? I know you better. You would have never entered a transfer portal. Tell me I'm a liar. Coach, if I had the transfer portal back in the day and I went and, and graduated and balled the fuck out and had an opportunity to go somewhere else. Yeah, you keep there. saying graduate, though. These aren't graduate transfers. There's 40,000 kids in here that are freshmen and sophomores. Hold on, Matt. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Steve Kim, would you have entered the fucking transfer portal? Well, I, look. <laughs> what look, team needs a tutor? I'm an Asian guy. There wasn't a lot of uh, <laughs> wasn't a lot of demand for me. Did you need a backup place kicker? It'd be... <laughs> Hey, I mean, no, but here's the thing. Be careful. Take on this. I know you, uh, I know, I don't know if you've been on Whitlock since, though. Listen, I, I gotta be honest here. Me and Matt were just talking about, we got me and Matt, we take Matt and I, let me be grammatically correct here. Nice. Oh, wow. Awesome. Matt and I, Matt and I, uh, Steve, we take, uh, we can take LeBron James and turn that into a transfer portal argument, by the way. So we (laughs) take everything to transfer portal. Um, so you you did that. I didn't say anything. Hey, let me, let me ask you this, Steve. Uh, LeBron makes a statement. I'm actually not mad at why he said it as far as, okay, I do agree that the media picks and chooses what we say. Uh, and that, I, that is Jerry Jones in the picture, so. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you know, this is the thing. Like, 
we pick and choose where we say it is my issue with these big time platform people, Steve. Like, where are you at when the young black kid is killing the young black kid in the streets here or when the young black kid's killing his own auntie or grandma? Where are the pre preventative texts and tweets? I don't see any of those by Kendrick Perkins, who I think is the second dumbest human on earth. And then I think the dumbest humans, Kimberly Martin on ESPN. But having said that, uh, I want to see more preventative instead of when the three kids of Virginia get killed, all T's and P's, uh, all my black kings and queens. And I'm like, well, why aren't we doing it on your barbershop talk? Instead of talking to Jalen Ramsey about dunking over him, how about we talk about, hey, dog, Deshaun Watson is a fucking weirdo. And he's in my home state as the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. I haven't heard LeBron talk about that. I haven't talked. I haven't heard him talk about any of these other things. But yes, we come out after the fact. Kendrick well, Perkins comes out after the fact. Uh, that is what I don't like. And uh, let's not forget, your shoes are made in China, motherfucker. Shut up. Well, guys, first of all, good morning, and it's great to have Mute McChesney back. I was dying to hear your Russell Wilson Mute, talk Mute on, McChesney on Monday and Tuesday, and I'm like, well, wait, I can't hear him. Anyway, good to have you. Good to join you guys. Your janky ass system don't fucking work. (laughs) Don't blame it on me. Fuck you. Hey, man, are you talking to Steve as in because he's an Asian descent and he thinks. Hey, you know what they say about cars? We can build them, we can't drive them. But here's the problem with, with LeBron he has come out in the past unsolicited. That has nothing to do with football, but with social issues, and has tweeted about it and has made bold statements. Like he's not asked about it. Like he gets on a platform with millions of followers and decides, I'm going to be the Renaissance man. I'm going to be a pundit here about societal ills of America. But they're always in one direction. And you're right, coach. When it comes to certain things, it all of a sudden becomes radio silence. Now, let's be fair about this. What he was basically saying is, why is the media focusing in on this but not that? But then again, I don't expect the NBA media to really ask about an NFL owner in a picture 65 years ago. I do expect them to at least inquire about an NBA player. And you're right, guys. I actually went on Whitlock yesterday, and I said, look, if I was an NBA reporter, then if I really wanted to be a needle in his side, I'd say, hey, uh, LeBron, got a question for you. A bad shooting night, another Laker loss, it's okay. But, man, aren't you upset that uh, our president, Joe Biden, delivered the eulogy for a KKK grandmaster? By the way, that's factual. At what point do we stop this madness? I mean, LeBron always says, I'm more than an athlete. Okay, well, that comes with responsibilities because then at times you will be asked uncomfortable questions. It's the reality. That's that's the position he put himself into. I agree. I agree. Uh, we got to get into some football. While I have two West Coasters on the t- on the show here, Matt, uh, Steve. Pac-12 title games tonight. Sean uh, Salisbury and I's last chance. Q. We're going to record it after this show, actually, because the Pac-12 game is tonight, and Sean will not miss that SC game as being an alum, uh, legendary alum. Uh, Sean Waffle brought up an interesting fact uh, I, I talked to Sh- uh, Sean Salisbury about. Sean Salisbury beat John Elway one night when he was with the Vikings. He threw for 366, two touchdowns, and was, like, super highly efficient. 
And uh, Sean Waffle thought that was his best game. I asked Sean Salisbury yesterday, and Sean was like, fuck no, that ain't my best game. So I can't wait to talk to him about that. But SC plays tonight against Utah. It's hard to beat a team twice, as Matt can attest to. Do you guys see Utah beating them twice and throwing a wrench in the beast in this playoff, or SC get it done? I, I hope that SC gets it done, and I'm, I'm, it pains me to say that because I don't really like them that much. But that said, but it's um, good for the it's good for football, right? I, I want I want SC in, yeah. And if Utah plays Cam Rising, I mean USC better get ready for a dogfight if they if they think that Utah is going to go out there and just be happy to be there. No, they're there to defend the title and fuck up your season. And you know it's uh. This is like the worst matchup possible for SC. Yeah. When they got when they see when they saw that they drew Utah out of all those teams, there they wanted Oregon. Up. They wanted Oregon. I don't think they wanted to see Washington. They didn't play Washington this year, which is crazy to me that two of the best teams in one conference didn't fucking play. That shit mm. pisses me off. They got to stop that. Um, the the COVID year when they played twelve straight SEC tie, FCC games. Like, I wish that they would play 14 or 15 college football games plus the playoff and stop with all this fucking amateur athlete class bullshit. This is a fucking business. It'll, oper- it'll give an opportunity for the kids to make more money too, coach. Um, so it, I I want SC to win, but I think Utah's going to hit them in the fucking mouth and throw them mm. Really? Yep. Steve? You know, guys, this comes down to one thing. Can Cam Rising play the type of game he did six, seven weeks ago? He threw for over 410 yards. And and if I'm SC, if I'm Lincoln Riley, I tell my defensive coordinator, you let that tight end, Dalton Kincaid, have another game like he did back in October. You're fired. He had 12 catches for 240 yards. 12 catches. You know, I'm with you, Matt. I kind of think that SC is going to win, and I think I want them to win, even though I'm not an SC fan per se. I don't want this to become the SEC Invitational. Um, and you need, you need to have some geographic uh, diversity when it comes to this playoff, or you're going to lose three-fourths of the country. They're going to stop caring about this. This is the first Pac-12 game I think the country's going to actually care about ever. I mean, I've seen Pac-12 games when they're at Palo Alto with like 14 people in it. This is what it comes down to. Um, in, in my view, if you look at Utah, they should have beat Florida early. They blew that game. Um, they should have beat Oregon. I think they blew that game. It like parlay for me that day. Right. And the only game that they got played off their feet was UCLA, which beat them by 10. I thought it was a pretty significant victory. Um, Kyle Whittingham is one of the most solid football coaches in the country. He's everything Lincoln Riley is not. He's not flashy. He's not young. He's an old school football guy. And it's like in boxing, styles make fights. And I, I get the sense this game – Utah's going to try to make it a little bit more of a grinding affair. I don't think, guys, they can win another 43-42 game. They're going to have to run the ball. I don't know what the hell the Tavion Thomas is. He's their big back. I would try to play a little bit of ball control and keep this game, if you can, in the low 30s. With that being said, my view, Caleb Williams is magic, and I think it makes it happen. I like USC by 10. Yeah, and, I, 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 I don't know if you know this though, but a lot of people don't know this. Tavion Thomas, I brought into Indy before I left. I don't know if oh. you know that. He played at Indy. He played okay. at my Tico. He played at Indy, and then he ended up going to Utah. Uh, uh, so let me let me ask you guys this: uh, TCU has to play uh, Georgia LSU. Does LSU have any shot at all? I think Georgia blows them out. None. LSU's cooked. Yeah. 
they're not the starting quarterback. Isn't Daniels hurt or yeah, got banged up? Play. He's playing. He's, he's playing. Too, okay. He's you know what? I will say this, though, guys. When Georgia feels like really playing, and they've had a couple of flat games, this is a game where Kirby Smart, there's a saying in the Georgia uh, football facilities, I've seen shows, are you elite? And it's not a question. It's a demand that they make on every program at UGA. This is one of those weeks, I guarantee you, uh, Kirby Smart will demand eliteness. I, I like them by 17. I, I think they're that much better than anybody right now. I mean, in a perfect world, I would like all the favorites to lose. I want Georgia to lose. <laughs> I do. I want Georgia to lose. I want Michigan to lose. I want SC to lose. I want TCU to lose. I want Clemson to lose. All of them. If I could have every underdog in the conference championships win just to throw a massive wrench into this so they're sitting there like, bumbling like what the fuck do we do i guess we should have more teams in the playoff i'm glad you're expanding two years from now what about next year so uh, you know i want to see condoleezza rice figure it out yeah why the fuck is she on the committee i, I don't know if she's on it anymore i don't think she's on it anymore but oh, that's my point like, well, i want to see one the of these dumb figure it out well she now she owns the broncos that's going really well yeah walmart's thriving yeah it's almost you know, like, I- it's like when she <laughs> when she was giving advice on invading Iraq, now she's destroying the Broncos too. It's really going well. <laughs> you know, I've said this to you before, Coach, that unless you're one of those guys that played the game, is still involved in the game, has coached the yeah, game, right. or or watches games from 9 a.m. Pacific time, which I do all the way to like 11, Pac-12 after dark, and you have multiple screens the way I do, and you're always like checking on games, I, I, you don't need to be in that committee. I mean, they tried to check every box. We got to get a woman. Okay, now we got to get uh, a minority. Then we got to get a black guy, a white guy. Then we got to get an administrator. Then we got to get a guy that was an athletic trainer. They got to get a band. And I'm thinking to myself, how many of these guys actually yeah, know Empire, werewolf? <laughs> right. I, it's See, and then we'll, we'll throw everybody off. We'll, say, hey, we're gonna throw everybody off and say, oh, Will Shields, come on in. Now, okay, Will Shields is on it, so everybody's cool. Maybe they should call, call Kanye and get a Nazi on the board, too. <laughs> God damn. Uh, we're fucked up. I'm telling you, we're so fucked up in America. Hey, Steve, I got to I got to uh, let me ask you this. Is this the most ghetto name you've ever heard? The coldest cross. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, if he goes, if he transfers to a, um, a, a warm weather school, now he'll be the thawed. Right. I mean, he actually that guy, that guy right there actually had. An NIL deal with a air conditioning company. So, so I don't know where he go. I don't. I didn't even see him in any of the highlights. You know, it's interesting, guys. You guys are having that discussion about the uh, transfer portal. Here's I'm kind of in the middle. Like I kind of get the player movement. I understand well, it. it. It's, it's two. But, different but I think things. more. It's two things. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I did it, and I'm an asshole, and deal with it. I, the graduate transfers, go get paid. The kids who aren't graduated, that don't have film and are not actively going to be going anywhere, stay your fucking ass in school and earn it and earn the opportunity to earn the transfer. I agree with Coach JB that the bitch-ass cats or bitch-made cats shouldn't go. But, but if you are a player and there's the opportunity to go make NIL money somewhere else and the other school won't match it, you have to leave. Yeah. Have well, to. 
Matt, there's too many players. And look, um, I'm a fan of the Miami Hurricanes. A lot of these kids that come into that program and a lot of others, they think I have a three-year plan. I'm three years and out. And I'm thinking to myself, Good that's luck. not realistic. That that like First of all, the Good odds luck, of that man. happening are actually very, very low. Most guys. Maybe, dog. Right. My view is the, the realistic goal. And again, this is what happens, though, when you start to use your kids as an ATM. I see this in boxing a lot where the father becomes a trainer and the manager and everything becomes about the money. And they quit their own job and they expect their kid to be the next Floyd Mayweather. And they don't look at ever look at the big picture about developing a career or even an adult. Most, if you were more realistic about this, I would tell a lot of players or most of them, hey, guys, no matter what school you go to, even Alabama, the odds are you're not going to make the National Football League. You're not going to make this your career. Try to make this a four to five year experience and get your degree. And if you do that, you still come further than 98% of the people that ever put on a pair of pads. Unfortunately, everything is about the league and then expediting the process. Because, Matt, you've talked about this. When over 80% of those kids in those portal are left without a home, that's a sad story. Sad story. Well, okay. But at the same time, in the information age, if you're fucking ignorant, that's your choice. So if you and your family, as an 18, 19-year-old kid, 20-year-old kid, if you sit down and you make a rash decision based on emotion because coach isn't playing me or... I'm not making any money and you literally have done nothing at the place. You don't have any film and you're literally just being a bitch and you don't want to do the work or you don't want to deal with a new coach or you feel like you got lied to when they were recruiting you or whatever excuse all these kids want to use. Some of them, maybe the excuses are valid. I don't know, but that seems that is, that's a choice they're making. I don't feel bad for people for choices they make. Like, don't do dumb bullshit and bad things won't happen. Like, like Antonio you, Brown? Look, well, and that's <laughs> wow, that's a little different. That's a if different you play thing. Stupid games, you win stupid prizes, bro. And a lot of these kids are, are sitting here playing this transfer portal shit like it's a game. And I, I meet with these parents all day. I've signed, I, I can't tell you how many people signed up for the for the program here in the last month to help me to have me help them find opportunity. The kids that are graduated, it's really easy. They're commodities. They're priority free agents at the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like they're guys that are going to be off the board in the first week of free agency. And they should be. They play tons of football. They have their degrees. They're men. Most of them are going to be NFL players. That's the way it works. The ones under that. Every single fucking one of those kids, I am telling all of them, go back to school, put in your work, deal with the adversity, be be content with where you're at, and then make it better. Go find NIL money where you're at. Go advocate for yourself. Use social media. A lot of these kids are like sitting around waiting for motherfuckers to walk up and hand them money because they think they're special. And here, I'm going to just reiterate this. None of you are fucking special. You don't deserve shit. The only thing you deserve is fucking oxygen and opportunity. And you don't even deserve that. You have to earn the opportunity. So the, the transfer portal, for as good as it can be, it all comes down to the individual. It's why I'm so fired up about this when we talk. 
because I see I'm I'm around a bunch of guys that are molded from the program and the intensity and the expectation at six zero. So I don't see a bunch of bitch made cats. I can't vouch for the other fucking thirty nine thousand kids in the fucking transfer portal that I don't know. And yeah, I think that there's a lot of fucking pussies out there that probably need to go back to school and stop acting like they're fucking special. But at the same time, this college football did this to themselves. They could have had a, a structure and a plan. They could have salary capped this in some way. They could have figured out a way for every kid to get something. They could have put a restriction on this that you, you know, it, it, you can transfer once you graduate with no restriction. But before that, you have to meet certain criteria in order to do it. And I'm not saying that to to like restrict earning potential. I'm saying that to guard stupid fucking kids from themselves, to guard kids from walking away from opportunity they earned and were happy as fuck to earn a year ago, but now they're a year into it and college is hard and football's hard and it's hot and the coach is a dick and he doesn't like me anymore and I miss mommy's pancakes and I want to come home and, and the parents are like, come home, baby, I love you. I'm sitting in my office like, motherfucker, go back to school and be a man. Learn how to do this shit. So I, I understand that it may sound like I'm on both sides of the fence. And I, I am. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm right in the middle on this like everything else. Hey, Steve, I, let me ask you, Steve. Does a college co football commissioner help any of this? Um, what is their power? I mean, do they have unilateral power? I mean, I get this question all the time in boxing. I, you can have a figurehead, but uh, well, what is their – are their rulings binding? Like to what Matt said, I, I actually think that once you took the restrictions off all transfers, they can just immediately play. I think you open up the floodgates. It's, it's, like, it's going to fucking destroy shit if we're not careful. Right. I think you got to have some rules. And in my view, I would adjust the NIL by, by saying, look, your NIL – that you currently get has to be tied into the program that you're at. And once you leave it, that deal ends. Let's be honest. If you're now getting money, you are now a professional athlete to a certain degree. Well, so, I'll say this, though. As a business owner, if I put a kid on NIL, there's going to be stipulations in the contract that say you have to play at the school you're at. I'm right. not like – and that, that said, it's all about the player, though, because if – right. Well, Matt, if, let me just say if, this. If a, a big-time player transfers somewhere else, I still want him to carry my brand. Yeah, well, you know, the thing the thing that's interesting is I've, I've said I am not against NIL. I am not against the players now getting the, the money over the table instead of under it. But I'm, I've said my advice to any young blue chipper or a guy good enough to be a top 300 player, you still have to go to the school that you want to. If your whole decision on what program you go to is just about the money, you are playing a game of Russian roulette because if you hate that place, you're going to be unhappy regardless of the money. So I've always said pick the school that you want if there's mutual interest, then get the best deal from that university. That's probably the best way to do it. But how about another thing? If, if you and I, and I don't know if you could do it. How about you can't transfer till you're at least two years into that program? You redshirt, you play a redshirt freshman year, and if you don't like it after two years, then fine. It's just not the place. But when you're literally transferring 10 months after you have put your 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 heels down at an institution, are you really giving it a fair shot? Fuck no, they're not. They're no. Not. So and, and now you I just wonder is, is there gonna be a player 
that's going to try to completely game the system that in a five-year stretch plays at three different schools and everything's just about the NIL. I guarantee it. It's probably (laughs) already happening. It's happening right now. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. With this guy right here situation, here's a guy who didn't play this year. He was hurt, apparently, after signing an NIL deal. They hit. They sign a new coach. Their other coach, who he played for as on an interim basis, goes to jail. He's going to be in jail because he's fucking arrested. Um, he he played for Frost. He didn't transfer. He left. Now he's transferring when Matt Rule comes in and hasn't even addressed the team yet. You don't even know what this guy is about. Matt Rule's known to change programs. I would be trying to be like, let me see what this guy's about before I enter the portal. He's entered the portal without even hearing Matt Rule. Where do you take that kid? Well. You know, I think, you know, look, you guys know more than me. Systems matter. I remember a long time ago, Orion Mallet. Remember the big, tall quarterback? Yeah. Okay, so with him, I remember he had a really good freshman year at Michigan. Okay, and I'm thinking, wow, this guy looks like an NFL guy. And then I think what happened was Rich Rodriguez came in, and he was going to re- run that system of his. And Mallet said, well, wait a minute. I'm a big six seven slow white guy. This, this is not my system. He got the hell out of it. And that's understandable. That actually does happen. But you're right. And look, Matt Rule has a history of winning and turning around programs. Why wouldn't that guy at least say, you know what? Let me see what this guy's going to run. Let me see what this guy's about. But this is what happens when you turn this into a complete business. And it's always been a business. Hey, he the coldest. He the coldest. Because somebody fucking named him the coldest. And he thinks he's fucking special. Like, you're not you're not the special or you're not irreplaceable either. Like we'll replace your ass quick, dog. Thanks for the scholarship. Hey, let's break, let's transition real quick to NFL quarterback play. Uh, oh, according great. to according to NFL quarterback ratings and all this tabloids, uh, this past weekend these were the best highest rated quarterbacks. Um, there's oh, no look who number one is what a shit. Oh, Mahomes. There's no wow. way Hey Kim, you know you know that Coach JB doesn't think Mahomes is any good, right? You know what? There's two things that he kills me when he says Mahomes isn't that good, and I saw he doesn't think Emmett Smith is a top ten NFL running back. That blows my mind. I, I but Coach, come on, with Emmett Smith at eighteen thousand yards rushing. Hey, let me let me clarify yeah, this list right here before we before we get into Emmett Smith. I want to be clear about this list that's on the board. This is not ratings of the total. This is last week's QBR. So Yeah, it's not surprising he's number one because he's fucking awesome. All right, now here, let me get your take on this list. Not How do you like this list? Again. How do you like this list, quarterback-wise? For what? Lamar's in the top 10 after that game? Oh, geez. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Can I see every quarterback instead of these 10? If you show me everybody, then I can pick and choose. But right now, I'm only thinking about these ten. There you go. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins is playing at a high level. You got to put Aaron Rodgers in the top ten still. I don't care if he's struggling. I mean, it, we'll see if Deshaun Watson can still thread it. I mean, he's definitely fucking been massaged enough to have a strong arm. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Deshaun Watson at 15 is a mockery. Yeah, he shouldn't be rated. He, yeah, but to time out. Remove the fact that he's a sexual predator. He's pretty good. No, but he hasn't played, though, in a year and a half, though. That's our point. Like, right well, now. He's going to go chop Houston up this weekend. 
and then he's going to hit the fucking club, bitch. Yeah. Get over here. Again, I think he's going to struggle oh. like a motherfucker. Every female that he sodomized is going to be on the sideline. Well, 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 okay, there's, there's 10 of them, that, not yeah, every. Yeah. They didn't have that many sideline passes, but... You know, those women that are going to... When I first read this story, I was like, they're going to be there. And I'm thinking... How fucking weird is that? I'm like, haven't these poor women suffered enough? They're making the choice to go the fucking. I know, and now they now now you think that's painful. Try going to a Browns game that's outdoor in Cleveland in late November, early December. Oh man. Well, like, why would you want if you if it's really that traumatic? Why would you want to go relive it and be on national TV and have everybody talking to you? Right, and are they going to be wearing shirts that say we were victims? Are they going to be, Probably. like, identified? Yeah, they, they're trying to get endorsement deals, too, most likely. Or an only – well, they can start an OnlyFans. I, I mean, I don't – hurt. I don't – I didn't understand what that's about. Are they going to pick it in front of the game? Why the fuck would you want to go – Yeah. Walk, we're going to go watch his first game, and we're going to make sure that we're the loudest yelling up there, rapist, and 90,000 people, and you're not going to be able to hear shit. I mean, but you have to pay yell, to go to a Browns game. Yell, though, and be outraged. Hey, let me ask you this, though. This is total NFL PR to even allow this game to happen with him returning to Houston. It's a money grab. <laughs> it's an audience it's grab. Like they knew it was going to happen, and it's set up. It's unbelievable. Why would you make it this week? Because they knew it was going to fucking happen, and they set it up like this. Look, I don't know how you guys feel about this next thing I'm about to say, but I have a feeling that a lot of the NFL is scripted and rigged a lot of the time. It's a TV show, Matt. Yeah, it's entertainment. I feel I like learned they learned that a long refs, time ago. It is a TV show. They tell the refs when to throw heavy, when not to. Hmm. I think the narratives are set before games. You can't control the play on the field, but you can control – the flow of the game and how things are going with with fucking replays that are drawn out and with things that kill momentum. And do you remember in the Super Bowl like 10 years ago when the lights just went mysteriously out? Mm. You know, like, do you think that that was just, do you really think that was a fucking power outage or I, I don't? I think yeah, the they, way they protect quarterbacks, Matt, because the quarterbacks are a vital part of the game. If you ever watch a game with two backup quarterbacks, as much as oh, I hate the rules, terrible. I say to myself, God, they got to protect these quarterbacks. I mean, that's the reality yeah, of it. They don't need to protect them. The quarterbacks need to learn protection and offensive linemen need to block. I I despise the new rules on quarterbacks. I think that I think it makes them look like absolute soft bitches on top of it. The quarterbacks I grew up idolizing and, and like, I played with Brett Favre and shit. I, I like tough fucking, you know, ass kickers that'll take a shot and get up. Not fucking every time you get blown on, you fall over and flop for a 15-yard penalty. So, I think the fucking protecting the quarterback shit, like, dog, if you want to be protected, sign a good left tackle, learn the fucking fronts and how to protect, identify a mic, and, and get rid of the ball. Otherwise... Get fucking ran over. Hey, uh, hey, Steve, I want to get your take. You were the one that actually sent me this stuff. Matt, I don't know if you're aware of this. Justin Jefferson's got a bunch of texts out there. So does uh, so does Miles Sanders for the Eagles. Um, 
Apparently, this text right here, though, Matt, you can't read the text message, but apparently the girl said, I'm pregnant, Justin. And Justin said, how are you pregnant? We only fucked in the ass. <laughs> Holy fuck. I didn't think I was going to finish the show this week on that note. That's fucking incredible. So what you're telling me, some fucking idiot fucked Justin Jefferson and he fucking blasted her in the ass and now she's pregnant? It's not how it works, broad. <laughs> I also old. think he said he pulled out. In other yeah, words, he stopped short like, of his route. And then he told her to get an abortion? That's what he said? Well, yeah. I'll do I hope he's living in the right state, number one. Uh, number two, like, <laughs> number two, like, you know, it's not like he's the first fucking guy to do this. Yeah, ask Kobe. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, God damn. Um, but but look, it, 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 I don't know if it's right or wrong. I don't know their relationship. I don't fucking know. I don't know if she's trying to trap him with a kid. I wonder... Would a woman ever trap a first-round draft pick that's about to get paid $100 million with a kid? That would never happen. So. Yeah. All you fucking females are just top-notch quality broads. You just keep that up out there. You know, I've, I've seen this thing where Herman Edwards used to go speak at the NFL Rookie Symposium. I'm sure, Matt, you were probably oh, he there. Was like, he was my rookie year head coach, bro. Yeah. Don't seeing One watch, one car, one life. Right, exactly. And that was his message. That was his match because that to him was playing to win the game. Hello, exactly. Hello. <laughs> if you've got if you've got ten fucking broads and eight kids, Travis Henry, we're in trouble. You remember? Do you remember when they interviewed Antonio Cromartie and they were like, "Yo, Antonio, name all your kids," and he was like, "Ah." <laughs> you know what's funny? I think by now, if he's had a couple more, he's probably got a starting eleven and a nickel and dime yeah. back. Hey, Sean Kemp has a lot. I got a buddy that has 14 kids by 14 different baby mamas. Holy <laughs> Jesus. <fuck>. He <laughs> played Holy the Jesus. NFL too. The earth? He played in the NFL too. Dog, put your dick away, homie. It's not that intense. I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't I get don't it. Uh, look, look, money, can't buy, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy condoms. So, <laughs> hey. Hey, just, I'm just telling you, Antonio Camardi's little brother played for me um, at Compton College. He was the fastest person I've ever seen. Be, yeah. He was fucking god-awful. He was the fastest person i ever seen, but he was horrible. Yeah, well. <laughs> he, he don't mean you can play, I'll tell you that. Hey, Matt, I appreciate you, dog. Pac-12 tonight. Uh, SC, hopefully they get it done. Uh, Colorado, well, I don't know, before you get out of here, what are you hearing in Boulder? Is Dion a viable source? I'm hearing Dion to USF now. Uh, he's not going to USF, but I, I think Utah wins. I think Kansas State wins, and I think North Carolina all win. Those are my parlays this weekend. And then I do think by Monday, Deion Sanders will be the head coach in Boulder. I don't know that, but that's me speculating. Um, and if he's not, then fuck. <laughs> hey, I don't know what to do anymore, bro. I'm tapped out. <laughs> Real talk. I'm the president, and I come to you, and I say, listen, I need some advisory his assistance here. We can't get Dion. Matt, Bro, that's so scary. Who do you want, Matt? Who do you want, Matt? If, if, I, can't if, if I don't get Dion Sanders, I want them to do everything humanly possible to hire Ryan Walters immediately. Ryan, Ryan Jim is, Mora. Yeah, or Jim Mora. I would be cool with that, too. But 
I would go Walters. I know him personally. I played with him. He's a great coach. It be, but he's a first-time guy, so I know that would hold him up. But look, man, if 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 it doesn't happen, I don't I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I, I I'm so like numb to the last 20 years and what we've become there. Um, I'm going to say this again, and I say it all the time, and it makes me sick to my stomach. But like I, I grew up in an era where you had favorite teams. I only wanted to play at one place. I wanted to go there and, and like change the tide against Nebraska, which we did, and like win games and all that shit. And we did. It was incredible. But I was a senior the last time we won a bowl game, bro, in 2004 Jeez. at the University of Colorado. And I'm 41 now. And like my kids about to go into high school and start getting recruited and shit. And like it's, it pains me to see where we went all based on greed. And it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, a tale of caution to Oklahoma and Texas and SC yeah. and UCLA and all these schools that are changing and like leaving their tradition for greed and money. Nebraska and Colorado left tradition for greed and money. How's it going? Missouri and Texas A&M left tradition for greed and money. How's it going? I know you're making money, but are you making progress as a program? You know, there's two different things. So I really, really hope that that Coach Sanders, Coach Prime, could come in here and get some of the bad boy attitude and the swag back to Boulder, and he'll definitely do that. And then, you know, it, it gives you an opportunity to really, truly recruit on the same level as everybody else and, and do things Matt, the right way. So, Matt, I have a question. Remember that yeah. coach you guys got from San Jose State that was before Mel Tucker? McIntyre, yep. McIntyre. I thought he was decent. Why did I, they, they dump they, him? They fired him out of haste. He he had a 10-win season. Yeah. He had back-to-back five and seven seasons where they were, like, on the brink of bowl eligibility both years. And then they, you know, out of haste, they fired him. But they went and hired Mel Tucker. And for, for all of Mel's faults, like everything that happened there, he was awesome for a year, bro. Like they they beat Nebraska. They won all the rivalry games. They didn't finish the year the right way. They they were, you know, they were having a good season and then kind of fell off at the end due to injuries and whatnot. But he was building something. He brought in a ton of good recruits. He had a really good base. If you notice, like all those guys – Makai Beckham at SC, the corner. He's a draft pick now. He used to be a buff. Christian Gonzalez, he's a first-round draft pick at Oregon. He was a buff last year. Jerry Rice's son, Brendan Rice, was a buff. You know, like you, Mark Penry, the safety for TCU, another undefended team. He was our safety. So you just take those three. You take Beckham, Gonzalez, and Penry and put them in the secondary in Boulder. You really think we're giving up 63 points to Utah at the end of the season? No. So it's... You've got to be able to keep your players, which right now, there's a fucking mass exodus in Boulder. Like, everyone's leaving. Casey Roddick, their outstanding guard is gone. And I know at least personally about 8 to 10, 12 other kids that are reaching out to me literally right now, texting me like, hey, can we have a meeting? And I I don't want them to leave, but I'm not – that's not my fucking job. You know, Matt, when I was growing up, I remember in the late 80s, me and Coach JV talked about this on Sunday – Colorado had a real presence in Southern California. Oh, dog. They, Rashawn, they Rashawn Salam, San Diego, uh, George Darian Hemingway, Hagen. Colt, Darian Hagen, Hagen from Lock, Lamont Warren Jay from John Dorsey. Sykes. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Sykes Lamont, the enemy. So like, I, I, look, they, 
I got to get off here pretty soon and go to my radio show, 92.5 here at Altitude in Denver. Everybody listen from 10 to 12 if you want to. We'll be on TikTok Live. But I, I just, they lost their recruiting base. They lost their edge. They, they abandoned their tradition and their rivalries. And they tried to fabricate ones in the Pac-12. And it, it didn't, I don't think it's working. And I, I hope that they can bring it back. And this is the last thing I'll say. I've heard multiple rumors, and it's been relatively validated by certain people, but it, I don't know if it's real. But a lot of people that I really trust have said that there's some kind of legs to it. That the mm. Big Ten is trying to figure out if they want to take Washington, Oregon, Stanford, and Cal, or if they want to take Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Utah. Because if they were to take Colorado and Utah, you now control markets from L.A. to Salt Lake to Denver to Lincoln bam, bam, to Iowa City to all the way to Rutgers. You have a line across the country. And the Big Ten is literally in every single time zone. And that's very appealing to, to Warren from what I hear. So if that were to happen and you can try and, you know, revamp some of this old school rival and some of the feeling because right now the what do you think the biggest fucking game next year in boulder is guess is huh. it a pac 12 game or is it when nebraska comes to lincoln or when nebraska comes you, to you guys host usc <laughs> oh, no it, my my question to you guys you're not you're not buffaloes what do you think it is do you think it's it's sc coming to boulder or washington coming to boulder or is it UCLA coming to Boulder or Utah? Or is it Nebraska week two in a non-conference game coming oh, to Boulder? Okay. It's Nebraska, and it's not even fucking close. Like, there are people super excited for that game, and it's, an, it's a non-conference game now. So that's what I'm talking about is we've got to find a way to get that back to where it was. They went to the Pac-12, dog, and they haven't beat SC yet. They've never beaten them. Utah runs fucking SC every year. So if Utah can win in Salt yeah. Lake City the way they are, you can dominate in Boulder. You just need the right guy. Hey, man, as always, I appreciate you, dog. Enjoy the weekend. I'll, I'll be seeing your videos. And uh, hopefully Colorado, I mean, uh, SC can win. Yeah, let, let's hope so. And then, uh, hey, I'm Coach, I'm going to send you this film on this linebacker kid I'm working with and two quarterbacks, okay? Yeah, let me a shot break it down. Yeah, it's Pierce Hawley and Alex Padilla, the Iowa kid, and Georgetown are the quarterbacks. And then that Elijah Anderson Taylor kid from UNC, the linebacker. Bro, this fucking kid's tape is unreal. So they're all grad transfers, and I wanted to get your opinion on them. So I'll send you their shit and get back to me. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Peace. Later. Hey, Steve, before you get out of here, let me get yeah. let, let's get a, let's get some picks out the way real quick. And I, I wanted to get your take on McNamara going to Iowa uh, in conference team. Uh, why would you go to an offense that fucking doesn't even score more than 10 points a game? You know, there's actually some rumors. This is tied into Miami. Josh Gaddis, who's Zach's favorite guy, that that might be a package deal. Uh, good luck. Yeah. And so here's the thing. When you go to a place with low expectations, it's easy to exceed them. So, I mean, so maybe for McNamara, and this is kind of funny, though. This is the reverse of Jake Rudock. Remember, he went from Iowa to Michigan, I believe, in the first year of Harbaugh. Yeah. I just find that so strange nowadays. Players actually transferring 
within the conference. You know what I thought was bizarre? Jermaine Burton, the receiver for Georgia, wins a national title against Alabama. Yep. Then he goes to Alabama. And I'm like, that is just strange to me. But um, I, my understanding is, or, or the uh, theory is online, that Josh Gaddis, and they had great success last year. They won the Big Ten at Michigan, and they got blown out by Georgia in the playoffs. Uh, look, when you look at that Iowa offense that was run by, I believe, the coach's son, it was anemic. Uh, it was absolutely anemic. And here's, here's what I'm thinking. That player had to be given assurances, hey, son, we are not running that same shit from last year. We're going to change things around. We're going to make this very easy. And maybe, look, say what you want about Josh Gaddis. His system may be better than the Big Ten. Um, he knows the quarterback. Maybe that's a natural fit. Maybe. Know, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That's why That's why I despise the portal, though, uh, Steve. That's kind of why I despise it right there. Just You just beat a team, and you just transferred to them. Like, yeah. I understand, like, I understand KD getting beat by Golden State and wanting to join them. I, I, I never beat a team and wanted to go be on the team that lost. I, I never heard coach, of that. What program right now is better than Georgia? I, 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 that's what I'm <laughs> but I tell you, I will tell you this though. Uh, I only think there's one team that can beat them, and that's Alabama. And that I don't is know, Alabama. You're I don't right. I'm gonna get in. Um, so uh, we got a fan question for you. Uh, as a, as a Miami uh, guy, Jesse Armstead, Darren Smith, Michael Barrow, the best group of college linebackers ever. Sean Waffle thinks yes. Oh, the Bermuda Triangle, yes. From 1989 to 92, I think they lost about four games. And this is why I think they're the best ever. And I am biased. Not only were they incredible at the college level, Coach, all three of them played at least a decade a decade in the National Football League and had great success. Armstead made about five Pro Bowls. He was actually the lowest-drafted guy, by the way. Seventh-round draft choice, had some knee injuries, and his shoulder was banged up. Michael Barrow was very good, and Darren Smith won two Super Bowls. He was a really good player. Uh, JB, they were so fast. They never came off the field. I remember in 1991, their junior year, they played Houston. That's when they had uh, John Jenkins and the, the run and shoot. So they went four wide, five wide the whole game. The linebackers, they just covered the slot receivers. That's how fast they were. The versatility they had. And in 1991, that Miami defense, in a 12-game schedule, they gave up nine points a game on average. So you put all that together, and my own biasness, yes, I would say the Bermuda Triangle is number one. Yeah, there was some good – SC has some good-ass linebacker cores, and so did Miami's Ray Lewis teams. Yeah. Um, well, the so FC ones with Malauga, Clay Matthews, and Brian Cushing, right? Yeah, yeah. Those Cushing. guys were great. That was a Those hell guys of a great. That was a hell of a deal there, too. Um, NFL-wise, uh, last night's game, the Patriots, they had to get that, in my opinion. I think they're done. Yes. Hey, uh, Coach, what do you think of Matt Jones, who seems like a really nice young man? He's he's had it with that defensive coordinator calling his plays. <laughs> I mean, he's had it with Patricia. He wants to break that pencil right now. That's I'm surprised you see that because that's a Belichick-led team. You never see that. That's just just that's how far detached this generation is from from respect. I'm just. Telling. I agree, but Matt Matt Jones, look, there's never been an issue with them, and it seems like other players are griping. Look, that I did. Look, I am a big Belichick guy, but coach, 
Matt Patricia has never really coached offense. That's going to be our offensive coordinator. That didn't seem peculiar at all. And Joe Judge, who couldn't, who, 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 Brian Dable's winning with your team right now. Yeah. Coach, you know, I have an idea. I was watching the game a little bit last night. Oh, by the way, how did your Amazon Prime stream come in? I, 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 fuck, I didn't get to watch it. That's why you didn't see any tweets because I get, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. So I just fucking left it off running around. So that's why yeah, you coach, didn't hear me, motherfucking Amazon. I'm just going to tell you right now the NFL network replays the game at 9 15 pacific time after it's over really so that's what i do so you can cut through the commercials you can watch it in about 90 minutes right i'm watching uh josh allen i'm a fan of i know you still have questions i i hey, he needs Jerry- NFL and turnovers by the way he does you're right he's he's actually regressed a little bit okay but what bothers me about josh who i really really like and enjoy watching he just takes on too many square hits. We have to be consistent about this. If we're talking about the sustainability of Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson, oh, I've been help. saying he's this far away. Right. And so what I would do is if I'm Ken Dorsey, his coordinator and his quarterback coach, what I would do, coach, I would have a jar, an empty jar. And I, I kangaroo court this. I'd say, Josh, you know, you're our guy. Without you, we're not making the playoffs. This is a jar that every time you run, and you do not slide, and you take on a tackle, you're going to put $1,000. Not 100 because you make a lot. We're going to put $1,000 in here that you're going to put in, and re- you're going to fund the Christmas party. Because he just does it to me. He does not hook slide at all. And I'm thinking to myself, there's going to be an erosion with him too. That's, if you, you know what he reminds me of, though? And it came to me last night. And I'm so glad it's not another white quarterback. He reminds me a little bit of Randall Cunningham, the actual size, the throwing motion, and the things he can do. But Randall, at the end of his career, evolved into a pocket passer. He was not scrambling Randall when he had that big year with the Vikings in 98. Right. That's what Josh Allen has to aspire to be. And I'm with you, JB. That was a big win because Bills are not playing for a playoff spot. You know they're going to make the playoffs. I think for them – because of the advantage they have in Buffalo, they absolutely have to get home field advantage this year. Yeah, and I don't know if they're playing that great right now. I'm curious to see how Miami still has to play. The Jets still has to play them. I'm, I'm I want to see this come down to the wire here. Um, I just don't know. I'm not I'm not sold 100 percent until he can win a meaningful real game at the end. Like, well, Burrow- Clark, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's be fair. He won that Kansas City game last year. Those last two drives. If Dable, who's, a, uh, who's their coach? Um, whatever, uh, McDermott. I, I already went on a rant about that this morning. But if let me he twist an honest guy, if coach. we can give him a pass for McDermott's fucked up error, right? We, right, can okay. do that. we can do that. Why don't we do it with Shanahan when Matt Ryan was up 28? No doubt about it. And let me just tell you something. I remember that game watching it. They're up 28-3. You know where Shanahan really effed this up? When Julio Jones made that miraculous catch near the end of the game, they had the ball at field goal position up by seven. And Shanahan was the fancy wizard boy wonder. I remember thinking, I'm playing a game of math now. Run the ball three times. You kick the ball. You're up to possessions. It's one of the – and then Ryan took a sack on third. I'm like, oh, my, you could feel it slipping away, but – Josh Allen, to me, look, he's still relatively young in the first half of his career. 
I thought the stuff he did last year in Kansas City in that playoff game, if they just squib the ball, it's a legendary performance. You got to give him a break. But, again, um, you're right. Sometimes players win games, coaches lose them. Hey, all the time, man. I'm just telling you, if Matt Ryan would have fucking slid on his ass the other day, Jeff Saturday yeah. wouldn't be getting critiqued like he is right now. Um, let me ask you this. Steelers-Falcons is a game we don't care about. Yeah. Uh, Packers, Packers-Bears, another one we don't care about. Um, Jacksonville-Lions, another game that's meaningless. Jets and the Vikings, a very critical game right here. I, I believe the Jets have to win to stay intact with the uh, Buffalo but the Vikings need to win, too, because yeah. the Eagles are a, a hiccup away from giving up that one seed. Uh, where do you see this Jet game going? Coach, that Jets defense keeps them in the game against anybody. That's a tough defense. And Kirk Cousins, look, uh, Kirk is okay. I think we all know what Kirk is. But there's a story here, JB. Let's say Mike White leads them to another victory playing solid. Makes all the routine throws. Makes none of the bad ones. Because that's really the key for most quarterbacks. Don't make the great plays. You may not be capable. Just don't make the bad ones. And that's the difference between him and Zach Wilson. At Trent Dilfer. Right. So, Coach, if Mike White plays another solid, serviceable, let's say 17 for 25, 236, a touchdown or two, no turnovers, that's your starting quarterback, is it not? The rest of the year oh, for the Jets? He's already the starting quarterback. And I'll be honest with you. Who I have to eat crow about Zach because I said Zach's going to be better, but I, you know, I'm not done on uh, on on throwing him under the bus just yet. I don't think I think he's done in in Jet. I think he's done in New York though. I think he'll be traded already. I think he'll be traded. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think once you lose that roster and the GM and the head coach knows that we've lost you in the in the in the locker, I, I think you know it's time he's got to go. That is quick, Coach. We're not even into mid-December of his second year. Right, You're saying let you this. Let me ask you this. Why would you keep a first rounder as a disgruntled third string quarterback? You know, I'm look, I well, is he is Flacco ahead of him? So you got Mike White Flacco. Well, that was my point. That was where I was going. If White can't get it done, my next choice though is, is Flacco. Flacco. It's not, it's not back to Zach, it's Flacco. You know, that game that, that Zach Wilson played two weeks ago, I have never, if you actually listen to some of the interviews of the players and the body language on the field, none of them wanted him out there. Yes. I, I don't think there's any doubt that Salah had to make that move or he was going to lose the locker room. But I kind of like Mike White. He's a solid, serviceable guy. And maybe there's the Tyler Heineke, Heineke effect with him. They rally around him. They'll play hard. And – he won't lose you a game, which is every important, it's every bit as important as winning a game. Because very few guys can actually do that by themselves. Hey, have you heard this? Um, have you heard about this Drew Brees? Um, you said he got hit by lightning? Jeez. Man, have you seen the video of this thing? No. So it's true? <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it's crazy. But apparently, uh, Lucy just tweeted me. It says here, just talk with someone close to Drew Brees and he, and he, they told me he's all good and that he Okay, didn't. good. Good. I you know it's interesting, coach. I never re recalled except the last 6 7 years, so many games in the beginning of the year with thunder showers where they take both teams out and the games get delayed for like an hour and a half. Happens in South Florida a lot, right? So in the southern part of the country. I remember growing up no one really seemed to care. They would just keep playing football no matter what the weather was. Hey. <laughs> 
All we used to do is we would be, we'd still stay out there in our head coach back in the day. This is fucking back in old school. They'd be like this with everybody. One, two, three. Count 30 seconds between thunder and lightning, and then let's go. If there ain't no thunder <laughs> and lightning within 30 seconds, we're fucking gone. And now we need the Doppler. Forty minutes. the radar. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we need 30 seconds, dude. We're like, fuck it. Let's go. Um, all right, so, the, so do you like the Jets? Where's that game? It's in uh, Minnesota. You know what? I'm going to say Minnesota has to be a team with a lot of urgency. They're still a little bit more seasoned. I'm going to go with the Vikings here. I would have bet my house on it, but I kind of like the Vikings. Um, here's another big one, though. Uh, Commanders, Giants. Seven and four Giants, seven and five Commanders. Uh, Heineke has them rolling. Daniel Jones looks like he's struggling with a team that has limited wideouts and a bad old line. And it looks like defenses are focusing on Barkley now, and it's starting to put the honus on Josh. I mean, on uh, on our boy um, jo- Jones. Where do you see this one? It's in Stanford. I told Whitlock about a month and a half ago if I thought the Giants were real. I said, "Look, Dable's doing a hell of a job. They're a team on the ascent, but I also believe gravity and reality will take hold of that team because, like you said." They have no weapons. That offense is all about Barkley and a couple of play-action boot rollouts. They don't do anything in terms of hitting shots downfield consistently. Um, And that commandos or commander's defense is very tough. I think the commanders come out of there with a tough, hard-nosed victory. Ooh, that's going to be tough. Uh, This one's critical, too, because Tennessee needs to win this game after the loss they just suffered with against Cincinnati, who I think are on the rise as far as the Super Bowl contending team once again, the Bengals. The Titans lost that game. They're 7-4. and four. We're going to see if the Eagles are made out uh, what they are right now because I think the Titans are going to smack the Eagles in the mouth. If the Eagles can beat them and convincingly show me they're real, real deal. Cause I, they give me a lot of Pittsburgh uh, Steelers eleven and zero vibes from two years ago. Huh? Where's that game? Uh, it's in Philly. That's big. And here's the difference between that this team in Philadelphia and that team two years ago with Pittsburgh. And I'm not saying at their peak that this guy's better than the other, but Jalen Hurts is a young, fresh quarterback. Ben was very much at the tail end of his career. There was a physical erosion. And we watched that game Sunday night. Coach, they can run the ball, and they do a lot to protect Jalen Hurts. I think people have to be realistic about Jalen Hurts. He's not making great throws. I think they do a really... 50% of his balls are at or behind the line of scrimmage. Bubbles, shuttles, you know, screen passes. They do a great job of working around it and getting playmakers the ball. You know, the one thing about the um, the the Titans that I don't like, they are so reliant on Derrick Henry controlling the game and the clock. And if he gets shut down, you see what happens to the rest of that offense. No A.J. Brown, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I still don't know why they let him go at that age. I like the Eagles at home. Eagles at home is my pick. Man, I'm gonna roll with the I'm gonna roll with Tennessee on this one just because I think they have to win this. Uh, even though we know they're gonna get in the playoffs because they're, they're gonna win that shitty division. Uh, I think I think that we're gonna find out the Eagles are gonna struggle because the Eagles have struggled. They should have lost against the Colts, who play a similar style yeah. as the Titans. Mm, that's and true. I, I think we're gonna see that style be played mm. with a better team and a harder nosed coach 
in Vrabel getting the most out of them. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, <clears throat> Broncos, Ravens, we don't even need to go anywhere. But I'm telling you right now, Baltimore favored by eight and a half. I would take the Broncos defense to shut down Lamar Jackson once again. Okay, wait a minute, wait, Coach. You do know Russell Weirdo is the quarterback still for the Broncos. You are trusting that guy and that offense to keep that. Okay, good luck with that. I have no faith in that unit. Let me ask you this about that. Real quick. I appreciate you coming on last minute again like you always do. You're the best. Let me ask you this. Ciara, famous fucking singer. Yeah. She has a fucking birthday party for a famous quarterback. Right. And no one shows. Well, half the team showed. Not no one. Half the team. But the like, question is, is that a good turnout? Half? I've never had a birthday party where not every single one of my players were there. And if they weren't there, I'd have been like, where the fuck you at? Right. And you're cussing them out. Think about that. Because right. <laughs> I knew what I gave them, too. You know what I mean? Like, I knew what I did for you every day. So it's like, come on, man. <laughs> These guys don't. And it's Tuesdays. Steve, this is the NFL's day off. Right, Coach, let me just say this. I think there's a lot of players that we know this. This is not an assumption, even though we're not there. You know that they're giving Russell Wilson the side eye. Mike Purcell is not the only guy that feels that way about let's ride. Okay. The other oh, thing no. is you saw you saw the Shitford uh uh what's his name? The running back they traded to the Chiefs. Or that guy they Melvin cut. Gordon. Gordon, he was over there like already looking at him weird. I like, mean, this is a quarter. I got a quarterback now. I got Mahomes. Yeah, so, so here's the other thing. During the season as a football player, by what, week 12, 13, you're beat up. And yes, it's an off day, but here's my thinking of it, okay? Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't want to get dressed up and go to this fancy shindig. I, I mean, and this guy's already stunk up the joint. He's already a weird guy. He's probably an insulated figure. Now, if old Ciara would have booked like Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese and just come casual and hang out like regular human being, then I'd be like, you know what? I'll do that. I'll do that. But if it's one of those fancy Hollywood-like parties, coach, I'd be like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. So again, next year, Russell, during your birthday, I hope you're playing better. Book Chuck E. Cheese. Kids have big things. The kids got some pizza, pictures of beer. Simple. We're simple men. We're football players. Because Russell's in this weird entertainment Hollywood world now. He really is. I, I used to be the biggest fan of his coach. I watched him his freshman year at NC State tear up Miami on Thanksgiving weekend. I said, wow, that guy can play. And I was a big fan of his at Wisconsin. And I always thought this guy would be a good pro. And I got lucky he was good. Since that relationship began, I'm just telling you, something happened to him. That's just my theory. I don't know, man. He's become real fucking weird. Uh, Russell Weirdo. Russell hey, I would Weirdo. not be shocked. I'm just telling you right now. I would not be shocked if the Texans beat the Browns. Coach, the Texans are bad. I'm just telling you. I'm gonna coach. tell you. This. Let me let me let me let me rephrase it then. They are bad though, coach. Let me let me rephrase it. I will not be shocked at all, which I'm actually leaning towards Deshaun Watson having a Bad looking okay. first one. That that is very reasonable. The guy has not played in a year and three quarters. And his preseason game that he played in this year, he yeah. looked horrible. He looked horrible. It's gonna but coach, those Texans are bad. No, I mean really bad. 
So I just they they are already a team looking at the catalog at CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. They're like, okay, what do we got here? I mean, they are a bad team. But coach, I do want to go back to the Ravens real quick. That Broncos defense is good, though. That's where a lot of the frustration comes in because one part of that team's not holding up their end of the bargain. Yes. Our guy, Lamar Jackson, let's see what he does against that unit. It's going to be interesting because it's always interesting to see what Lamar does statistically and how many points they actually put up. Had that blow up on Twitter, which, again, momentary lapse. I give him a pass on that. Shouldn't have done it. Don't do it again. I want to see how Lamar bounces back against a pretty good defense. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got a DM from a guy who said, uh, asked Steve what he thinks about Gary Patterson going to Stanford. Uh, he's Woo! dealt with school before. Here's oh. why I say no go. No, I agree with you. Kansan. He's a Western Kansan at that. I know Gary. He's from uh, Western Kansas. And uh, you got to you gotta have a, a guy that understands the Silicon Valley, to say the least. Coach, that's the toughest job in America. I know. And I've I said do. this. The job that Jim Harbaugh did in four to five years, bringing them from 0-12 to a top three finish, amazing. That's why I'm a big Harbaugh defender. I know he's a weird guy, grates on people. He's not a great people person. That was unbelievable what he did because there's actually only less than 50 players per year in high school that Stanford can realistically offer with their academic standards that they don't really bend on. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Mario Lopez, who's you know one of my partners on my podcast, his brother-in-law is Kaylee Wong, who played at Stanford, had an eight-year National Football League career. Played at Stanford for Bill Walsh in that era. And I, we, he's a really great guy, and I've talked to him. And he said, he admits, he goes, Steve, I got a much different college football experience than all my teammates in the NFL. Because when you go to Stanford, everything that you hear about at other schools, the parties, the fun, it doesn't exist there. It takes a special brand of guy to be there and stick it out and to go through that system. If you're Gary Patterson and you still have some life as a coach, me, I'm going at every other job where I feel as though I can win. And academically, it's much more reasonable. I don't think he's a fit there, to be honest with you, either. I don't either. I don't think so at all. Um, real fast, couple last ones here. Get you out of here. I appreciate it. Uh, Dolphins Niners, uh, big game right there. I'm going to have to – I think, too, is, uh, it's, in L, it's in California. It might be rainy. Um, it's raining here right now. Is it raining in LA right now? It is. It's about to. It's threatening to. It's going to rain a little later, though. It's threatening. It's threatening. Is this the same vibe, though, as Kansas City coming into Frisco and molly whopping them? Or is this a Frisco team that's figured themselves out? A little bit of both. But again, Jimmy G, I want to like you. I, Jimmy, I'm looking at you. I want to like. This is a game where he has to be good enough where he's not a liability because you know the firework on the other side, all right, with that track team that Miami has and Mike McDaniel drawing up his Dungeons and Dragons plays, right? So this is a game where Joey or which whatever Bosa has to be dominant. I like the road team here. Uh, not the road team. I like the home team. I think home teams in late in the season, I think they have a distinctive advantage because the travel, you get worn out. But – I will take the Niners here based on the fact that they're at home. Now, the Dolphins can win this game. I think it's clear to coach. We got to take them seriously as an AFC contender. If they come out of San Francisco with the win, we just got to give them credit. 
I agree. The Dolphins are three and two on the road. 49ers are four and one at home. Mm. So, and remember, though, did get run out of there by the Chiefs, who have a lot of speed. Yeah. I mean, I still remember watching that game. They couldn't get off the field on like third and 15 couple of times and that was alarming to me and the Niners have the best defense everybody's anointing them as this great defense the Chiefs torched them I want to know if the Dolphins torch them is their defense really a facade because they played the Rams twice they played fucking Arizona twice they've played some bad teams over the last six weeks and their defense has climbed up to number one over the Bucks over the Bills over some other teams so I don't know. Uh, here's another one. Chiefs, Bengals. Um, I don't know what's more intriguing. Chiefs, Bengals, Niners, Dolphins for the game of the of the week. You could argue the Jets and the uh, you could you could also argue Jets, uh, Jets, Vikings, and then you got the Commanders, Giants. A lot of those big games on the slate. Uh, and again, the Chargers have to beat the Raiders, or they're done. They're yeah. right there with the. Chiefs, Bengals. I like the Bengals, and I think they're going to keep rolling, and Vegas likes them too, even though they have Kansas City as a two-point favorite. That tells me something, that something's in the air, and it's in Cincy. Yo, see, and here's the thing. Recent history, Bengals beat them twice last year. Beat them at home and on the road. Beat them regular season and in the championship game, I believe. Yep. The Chiefs are a little bit banged up at the receiver spot, are they not? Isn't Schuster kind of banged up a little bit? They have some. I think the Bengals at home, playing in the jungle, who day? I will go with, again. I'll go with the home team. I think the home teams, for some reason, coming into December, are going to win a lot of games. So, but that's a tough one. You know, the Chiefs. I have to give Mahomes credit though, Coach. He's lost a lot of talent, or he lost his main guy, Tyree Kill. If you voted right now, I think he'd be the MVP. I think the odds makers have him at number one. So this is big. But like you said, the Bengals are coming on. Offensive line is starting to gel a little bit. They've had their number. So I will say the Bengals at home. The Bengals win this game. Now you got to start wondering. Got to look at them. Got to look at them. Yeah. Them, Dolphins. You got some teams. Um out there so i don't know uh does jeff saturday get beat by the cowboys by 40 or can he get a tough win uh because if jeff saturday loses this game all the fucking hoorah he might yeah. as well go back, he might as well go back and sit next to ryan clark who's back yeah there. look for the cowboys are a much better team cowboys i think are legitimate and matt ryan boy he looked like i told you he looked 85 years old in the pocket for much of that game look they they struggled against a bad Steelers team with a rookie quarterback. The Cowboys on both sides of the ball are star-studded. And if they get ahead, I'm just telling you, for Matt Ryan's own protection, I'd put in Sam Ellinger. I really would. I'd be like, you know what, Matt? Let, let's not get you killed. I'd be like, Sam, you take this beating. This guy's won an MVP. He, he doesn't deserve this. i like the Cowboys to win this game pretty handily. Um, tonight in Vegas, you got the Pac-12 showdown. I know we've already said it. I, I, I got to roll with SC just because they got to get a West Coast guy. I, you know, if SC wins, though, let me ask this question. If SC wins, are they in the playoffs? Yes. Oh, no, no. That, that's already been stated. They are in the playoffs. Remember, they lost one game by one point on the road to a really good team. Here's another variable we didn't talk about with Matt. 
That first game was at Rice-Eccles Stadium, one of the toughest places to play on the West Coast. Now it's a neutral setting. Now, I get the sense the Utah fans will probably travel better than us people out here in L.A., but it, I don't think it's going to be nearly as fierce against USC as it was back in October. I think that's a factor. So, like I said again, uh, another relatively high-scoring game because that's what SC does. I'm going to go SC by 10 to 14 points. I'm, I'm leaning your way. I think SC's going to jump on them early. They're going to have the, that Hollywood feel in Vegas. Uh, now, unless L.A. and Lincoln Riley can't handle his team, they go out and do a bunch of fucking gambling or some crazy <laughs> shit happens. They get a, b- a bunch of motherfuckers arrested. Uh, we got another issue. So I don't know. We're going to see how that ends up. I I just don't know. I think this – I agree with you. It'll be the most watched West Coast game in a while. Yeah. Um, what time is that game on at? Five? Five o'clock our time. Well, that's, and it's not that's, on Amazon Prime, so you're good. Fucking thank you. I can watch it. Um, it's on Fox. I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming on as always, man. And uh, can't wait to see you on Whitlock Monday. And uh, can't wait for Whitlock to hit me up with what quarterbacks to talk about. All right. Have a great weekend, Coach. Appreciate right, you. Too, brother. Thanks. Steve Kim, everybody. Appreciate him. The Korean Cosell. Always does a great job uh, with that one. Uh, Sean Salisbury and myself will be doing Last Chance Q here later on today. Um, We're going to get that going on. And uh, don't miss that one. Uh, We're going to break down some quarterback play. uh, A lot of film today before you get to watch that Pac-12 showdown tonight uh, between between uh, SC and Utah. So that's going to be a good one. Uh, Hey, man, you can take my picks or you can't. I don't really care. We'll see. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So we'll see. I'm curious on the Chargers how they're going to finish. I had Trey Roundtree over at the house the other night. And, uh, you know, it was a good good situation, man. Good, We had a good talk. Um, he's, a, he's a good dude. Um and he likes he likes it. He likes their uh, he likes their chances. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see. Um, but anyway, hey man, I appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, can't wait till uh, next week. Got some new guests coming on next week. Plus, uh, last chance cues. Full five days in a row for the first time we'll get to next week. Uh, we got a lot of shit going on. Plus, I'm headed to Dallas on the 13th for the Army All-American game. So just so you know, that week will be a vacation week for me. Uh, I will start, I will go live here and there. Um, but I, I do have the, the, the Army All-American game. And I, me, uh, Sean Salisbury and I, and I will be doing a... We'll be doing a Coach JB show a few times during that week from Dallas. So I will be doing the show, but it won't be as uh, it won't be at the same time slot. So uh, that'll be the week that I'm in Dallas for the Army All American Game, which will be on TV and everything else. So you can see uh, Scott Frost and I battle it out on the sideline. Um, but, uh, hey, it is what it is, man. It should be a great day to have a great day. Enjoy some football. Enjoy the weekend, NFL picks, college games. 
and uh, hit the like button on your way out the door. Subscribe, become a member, man. I can't wait uh, for football. We'll see it all happening this weekend, man. And uh, thanks again. I'll see you back Monday. And don't miss Last Chance Q later on today, Sean Salisbury and I. Appreciate you guys, man. As always, I'll talk to you Monday. Peace.